Recorded live. Praise the Lord, anybody on here? Hey. Okay, DJ, go ahead. Close my door. Crazy little ladies. Praise Lord. Is Naya on Oh, she just told me she was calling. I thought she got on already. She ain't got on in yet. Oh. Um, yes, how how was your day today? I'm here. Good Praise Hello. the Lord. Hey, I'm here. Hey. Nitra on here. Yes, yeah, she on here. Hey, Nitra. Who's on? How y'all ladies doing? Good, good. <laughs> How's the sight with, with your poem? Well, it went pretty good, girl. They still texting my phone telling me that they really appreciated me coming and reading it. Uh, that's something I wrote. I, I'm always writing something, but I wasn't really prepared. I went back and forth and back and forth which one I should read. And I was like, I'm just going to take this and go. Because I was like, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. It was pretty good. Well, that's the second time I've been down there doing uh, reading for them people. That was pretty good. That was a small church. Uh, they having service now. It was over. They was having service on uh, off of Broadway. Now they off of Bank. Off of Bank. Mm-hmm. Forty, forty third in Bank. Forty third. Okay, no idea. Yeah. So did you make it? Did you make it to church today? Oh, oh I didn't. No, I didn't go. You didn't go. Okay. I didn't go to my church because people crazy. Well, I ain't gonna say people crazy. But they you know, don't you know, like you to call her. At, I forgot to call her in the daytime, and she said, "Don't call her at night. Don't call her in the morning." And she was like, "She already told me she'll be calling her an hour or two before." So I didn't call her. I walked to Grace Grace Apostolic on Savannah. Oh, okay. Where the Behannon's elder um, Bishop be Pastor Behannon? I don't know if he's a bishop or elder or. I don't yeah. know what his title is, but you know. Yeah. yeah. It lasts like good. They're very popular in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So, got a good one. My baby ended up going back tonight. I didn't go back. <clears throat> and she didn't testify in the song because she know how to sing. Mm-hmm. She's going to talk about, Mama, I'm about to, I want to join that church. I said, you can't join that church. She said, too late. I said, you're not joining that church. Uh-oh. I said, you're not ready for that church. That church is still in tradition. That'd be something else you got to do. You can't wear that little necklace you got on. You got to wear dresses every single day. She ain't ready. 
<laughs> also, that's, just, that's just like my old church. And when I yeah, she ain't. got baptized that she be going to hell for just being disobedient. She ain't ready. That's mm-hmm. that's real. She ain't gonna be real No, she like her pants and it's gonna get cold. She gonna... <laughs> you ain't gonna be no church hopper, so you're gonna stay wherever I go until you get old enough to make your own decisions. Make your own decisions. Yeah, I went to church and I I was only at old. So I don't think I'm going to Bible study though. I don't think I'm going. I think I'm gonna go ahead and take that switch days with that. I don't know. But uh, when we had, I don't know if y'all ever heard of him. His name is uh, Evangelist or Elder Harper, and I can't remember where he's from. Oh, I can't remember where he's from. But anyway, he. <coughs> He talked about everything that we even that everything that we went over is like he was in our prayer. He talked mm-hmm. from from homosexuality to people, everybody being you know the church being sick and ushering the presence of God in and how to choir that's their job to usher the presence in to get you in the pray into the mindset of praising and worshiping God. Uh, he talked. I mean, everything was great. I mean. The spirit fell in the church. It was unbelievable. People couldn't even leave church. It was so thick. The spirit was so thick. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was glad that I did go. Uh, just for just to, what I went for was to see if I would get a confirmation on what uh, God really did confirm His word, just letting us know that we on the right page. Um, we do have to pray for our leadership. Um, he talked about praying for the, the man of God. And uh, remember, I told you, Nika, that Bishop said, I had read it to you, the, the inbox. He said he was a real good friend of his. And uh, he was like, You should go to church tomorrow because I got a, the speaker is a real good friend of mine. Well, I come the preacher got up and said, Now, I, I didn't ask him, nobody questioned the man. He said, um, I never met your pastor personally. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he uh? did. He said, I've never met your pastor personally, um, but I've been hearing good things about him. I'm, I'm eager to meet him. And I said, Lord, this man just Exposure. Exposure. Yes, just told me <laughs> that he was his real good friend, but he don't even know him. And I, I just, I'm like, Lord Jesus, why, why, Lord, why, why would you, why would this man say this? Uh, you know, and he did. He got right up and said, I have never personally met your bishop. And he was texting me, telling me that he's a real good friend of his, and I, I'm going to enjoy him. Got it in my inbox. He typed it. He said it. And this Lord, have mercy. Got right up and said he didn't even know him. Oh, that just pissed me off. <laughs> I, I, I was, oh, my God, I was so shocked. I was like, did he even say that? Yeah. You had to go back to the inbox, didn't you? Uh, I, didn't, I just shook it off. I said, Lord Jesus. I told my mom, I said, oh, girl, that's yeah. Oh, girl, I don't even know if I want to know about that. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, girl, you <laughs> He lied. I don't know why he lied, but he did. 
And uh, it was just, I just sat there and thought about everything that we've been saying in prayer. Our God is exposing people and mm-hmm. people. you're supposed to know who you, who labor among you. You're not supposed to just put any, set anybody in front of your cheek to hear. That's and, like we send anybody to our ki- our house to go check on our kids. No, we're not yeah. going to do no mess like yeah. that. Let we're not trying to go to the penitentiary. Yeah, let somebody babysit your children. You know what I'm saying? And and they pedophiles. You don't you don't know. And see, Bishop might have heard. And you know the guy. I'm gonna tell you who he's from. He's from Bishop Ershon's church. And so I guess he figured he know Bishop Ershon, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, hold on for one second. Hold on. Okay. Baby, what's your name? Hi, Dominique. Nice meeting you, boo. My name Amy. <laughs> yeah. I can't be nice to Dominique. Am I nasty? Am I nasty? I'm not quite My name Naya, but you can call me Amy if you want. She's just jealous. Hello. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, I don't know what to... Uh, no, wait a minute. She couldn't hear me. My phone was on mute. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had, that was my baby daddy. Had to, cause we would have kept calling. You may go into prayer. Boy, it's not like just the same foolishness no more. You not just say that we can't be justifying right and making. I mean, wrong and making it right. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's just crazy that uh, he would get up and say those very words. You know what I'm saying? Like after he was told me that this was a real good friend of his. And I just felt like maybe you felt like because uh, uh, Bishop Urshan is a you know is a well known Pentecostal preacher. Um, he felt like you know this man was a good man, and this is really was he finally Urshan to come and Urshan sent him. Yeah, he preached an awesome message about sanctification about being holy. Yes. And it was really on time. It was a new time message. And he asked, like, how many people believe that they would be saved if God would come today? Yeah. Right, right. And so, I mean, he was really sent. I I believe the Lord sent the mayor for for no reason just to confirm that he's speaking to us. And the word was really good. I mean, it went forth. It was really, really powerful. And I just, I just thought about it. I was like, Lord, you know, how in the world can this man uh, tell me this, that this is a good friend of his? And uh, this man should get up here, and I didn't ask him. Nobody asked him if he knew Bishop. Nobody asked him hmm. what he said. He just got up there and said, oh, man, I don't know your pastor personally, but I'm looking forward to meeting him. I'm like, what the? What? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell your face just like... Man, I, I'm telling you, I was shocked. I was like, I know he didn't just say that. And so, um, you know, I just was like, Lord, you know, just help me. Like, and it, it almost affected. It almost affected my input into the service. But then he began to say the things that we began that we were talking in prayer, and mm-hmm. so knew that that was from God. Like God was 
the whole situation from him speaking what he said to what he was preaching was really, you know what I'm saying, like how I was talking about to bring the spirit of God with us. You know what I'm saying? We have to usher mm-hmm. the presence of God with us. And so when talking about you putting your input into the spirit, I was really, you know, like, okay, this is from God. Uh, I, I ruffled a little feather today. <laughs> I know you did, baby. Who was teaching That's that? That's what I love about you. Uh, Pastor, I mean, not Pastor, Lord Jesus. What's that, what's that guy named, girl? Uh, Robinson. Uh, what's what's Sister Chris's brother? Oh, uh, Derek. Derek. He was teaching. He was teaching this. And we, so we got on the, I can't remember how we got on the conversation of, of Tarion. And I was beginning to tell them that Terrian is not biblical. Um, I said, you have, we have people standing at the altar hollering, Jesus, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah. As if God is in some far distant country. You know, he's on my presence. He's right there. Um, and I told them, I said, that's not biblical. And then you have people walk away uh, feeling like God they not say. And that's not that's not the case. God did not say that's not there's no Bible for that, nowhere. And so I, I took them to the scriptures about being in the upper room. I said they was on one accord. The Bible says they had one mind, they were on one accord and then the spirit came in. I, I told them I said they probably was sitting in there talking about didn't Jesus say didn't he do what he said he was gonna do and just worshiping and just talking about what had actually just taken place. Uh and that's when the spirit came in. I said, even when he came to show himself, um after he was risen from the dead, they were in there talking about him, and then he showed up. I said, right. so uh, there's people that receive speaking tongues, washing dishes, people who speak right. driving down the street. Why did the man get right up and preach? He was like, his father-in-law died two weeks ago. He had never spoken tongues. He had never, never tarried for the Holy Ghost or nothing. He said, right. the, the day before he died, uh, before he died, they that he uh, went into the. They walk into the room, and the spirit of the Holy Ghost just fell on him, and the man began to speak in tongues. And I, See? I turned around and looked at the Sunday school class, and they were looking at me because I told them it is no formula for right. having to save a person. They were salty. They were. Yeah, they were looking at me, and then Sister Minister Jessica said that there, no, there is no way that a person can be spiritual 24-7. I said, well, I beg the difference. Oh, my Lord. Lord. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I said, I beg the difference. My Bible tells me to be holy for I am holy. And not only that, the Bible says lay down every weight that so easily besets you. And then I told him, I said, and God said that he's coming back for a church without a spot, wrinkle, or blemish. So you can't tell me that God doesn't require you to be holy 24-7. I said, Jesus came in the form of a man. He didn't come as God. He came as a human being. And mm-hmm. the Bible says he was tempted he upon all points. And so he was tempted on of all points, and he still remained. He, he, that's, that's why he came in the form of a man, to show us that we could live a holy life as he lived, a life without sin. What is the point of him coming if we could still sin a little bit? That don't make sense. I and then it's, clearly the Bible says uh, to be carnally minded is enmity against God. Yeah. So Come I on, gave him, people, I, what's I right, gave him really? 
I gave him all kind of scripture. She got quiet after that because I told her, I said, I, I just don't believe it. I, I, I beg to differ. The Bible says differently. The Bible says that he that you have to be without sin. You yeah, have to be without sin. I said, and then she's a preacher, and she's saying that, she said, no Ooh. man can be seriously 24-7. I said, I don't believe that. No, yeah, and you're not going to tell me that that's true, and there's no Bible for that. But it's Bible to tell you that you can be safe, and you can be oh. spiritual. You not be spiritual. We, were, we are spiritual beings. We're supposed to be spiritual. I said, see, y'all looking for God in the natural. That's why you don't see a move. That's why you don't see power. That's why ain't nobody being delivered and set free, because y'all too busy in the natural. If you get out of the natural and get in the spirit, you'll begin to see things uh, manifest. You'll begin to see things move. Girl, I talk, you know, I'm long-winded. I talk in the best. And they, and they, that's what they're talking about. You can't be that deep. Every time I gave them another scripture for it. You're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Jesus came with a sword. Right. That wasn't nobody but God. That wasn't nobody but right God. Right in the back of Yeah. I couldn't believe that. that. I see a preacher saying you can't be saved 24-7. She said only God is perfect. I said, but he's telling us to be perfect. Be so, perfect for he is perfect. He wants us to be perfect. You mean to tell me that Jesus died? I mean, he could have just died of old age. It, I mean, like, he didn't have to be crucified if we could still sin a little bit. Why? That don't make sense. Don't make, <laughs> I said, that, that don't make no sense. I said, that's, I said, that's not true. And they was like, well, um, you can only be saved, you know, your spirit can your spirit can be uh, mature. I said, well, let me tell you, uh, in Hebrews and in uh, Thessalonians, it says that <laughs> you're supposed to perfect your, your mortal body. Yes, it is. Now, why would he tell you to perfect your body, not the spirit? He said your body. What Bible are they reading? They ain't reading it. See, they, they ain't. They're not studying it. they just going by what people told them. Yeah, but I ordained you a minister two months ago. Yeah, yeah. I said, y'all taking people's words for what, uh, what you know, what they think and what they said. But if you study the scripture, the Bible says you got to, you have to kill the flesh, and you have to perfect holiness in your body, not in your spirit. Yeah, they left. Yeah, it was some here. And then at the end they said, it got so good, and everybody had something. They said, "Well, we gonna have to was break." My sister, was my sister in there? Huh? Was my sister in there? Nope. She wasn't in there. Aisha. Yeah. <laughs> they said, uh, because we've been praying for this girl. We're going to have to bring Bishop in here because we got a lot of different opinions. I said, mine ain't an opinion. Mine is biblically based. It's coming from mm-hmm. the word. Yeah, but 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 you can bring him because I, I, the same thing that I'm saying to you, I say to Bishop. We can go to and the word. And he know it. And he know it. Yeah, he knew it. My mama told me that tonight. She said, man, I really believe that your bishop ain't had a conversation with you uh, just yet because he knows where you come from. And I said, well, yeah, eventually that's, he's going to have to. Exactly. That's he's the same thing to. I was thinking about today. None of these, like like I said, I joined this church. The first thing, I can I um, talk to him so I don't make the same mistakes I did last time? Here it is three months down the road, and no, no phone call, no nothing. Come on now. What you yeah. had? I'm telling you. Yep. What are you had? The Lord's gonna reveal it. Yeah. The, the thing is, people are so asleep. 
you know, that they not even, that's why God in his Bible said he's the good shepherd. Yep. <laughs> and that's the New Testament. That's the New Testament. He's the good shepherd. I am. I'm excited about what God is doing in our life. I am. Right. I can see. I can see me moving in the spirit. I can see y'all moving in the spirit. I see God where He's taking us, different places where we going encounters. What What we battling right now is just it's just the tip of the iceberg of how uh, who we gonna have to confront and who we gonna right. have to. Uh, That's right. Yeah, we gonna have to. It's gonna be some rebuking. Some people go. They gonna want. They gonna want to put us out. They're not gonna want to have nothing to do with us uh, because. And they gonna call us haters. Yep. After my one post, I already looked at somebody's post and they was like, "People, if they hate you now, they gonna hate you later." Ain't nobody hating you. I'm telling you the truth. You probably sleeping with one of the pastors. And you calling me hating me because you sitting up here got uh. Gonna be in Urban League magazine and come on now, is that what it's about? Yeah, uh, I was listening to Apostle Herman Murray. He said, "Look, I already, he got a big church. He probably got about I don't know twenty thousand people. I don't know. He got a big church, but he said I would rather have five hundred people going to heaven than fifteen thousand going to hell." That's right. Um, I mean, this man is. I mean, like. He speaks the truth. I mean, he's, and he talks about disciplining yourself. He's like, you have to lay aside. You have to do it. And he gave a scripture, and uh, I think it was in Leviticus. He's talking about how we supposed to discern between what's holy and unholy, what's clean That's and unclean. Right. God has told us to set a standard, but we don't want to set a standard. We want to bring in the world. We want to do everything that the world is doing, uh, and say it's okay. And uh, uh, but a lot of people are gonna be disappointed when they stand before the Lord on Judgment Day. That's why I was like, man, I've been doing this all wrong. I, I'm okay. We are supposed to praise the Lord, clap our hands. I said, I, I've been shouting out of emotion because these people yep. know how to tickle our feathers. Yep. That's yep. right. You're right. You're right. Been it's, like, it's like, uh, what? What else was I thinking? I said I got caught up in the uh. Your blessing's coming soon. You about to get a job. Mm-hmm. I got caught up in all that before, too, but then now my ass are awake, and it's like, no. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No, you know that I need a job, so you're going to preach I need a job. All right. Girl. You know my car broke down, so you're going to preach I need a new car. Girl, I'm tired of it. Yes. I'm tired of it. Yes, I, I, I can't we, need to go on the fast. We really do. We need to uh, shut in. We definitely need to shut in. I don't... I don't know what days y'all have available to be. Like, I don't work on Mondays and Tuesdays, uh, and I'm off every other Saturday. I work, I was off this Saturday, so I have to work next Saturday. But if we can go on a fast together, um, we can't all be in the same place, you know what I'm saying? But we can shut in, maybe we can let somebody keep the kids, and we just lock ourselves in one room and at home. And just shut and pray and fast because and, and do like we do now. Get on the phone and pray together. At a certain time, we get on the phone, and pray together, but we study our word. Everybody, we, because God is calling for uh, for holy living, and people have got comfortable with believing that you can't live holy, that you that you can make mistakes and still be safe. That listen. 
not, we are not babies. And I tried to tell them that in church. I said, listen, they tell me some people are, um, need to stand up here and tarry for the Holy Ghost. And, and I said, listen, if they, needed to do that, if they needed to do that, then God would have said do that. No. See, you can't come to God no way unless he draw you. I don't care right. how long you holler and scream. If God is not drawing you, you cannot come. I said, and then, uh, but the Bible says that salvation is for every man. He said, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered, shall be saved. He did not tell me that I had to jump through hoops and loops and all of that. I said, so when I do that, I become self-righteous. I am working for salvation. Right. And salvation right. is free. That it's is free. not what God intended mm. for me to do. He intended for me to repent of my sins, confess them, and let him wash them away. Let him take them away. If I got to stand up here and call on Jesus until uh, I can't breathe, I'm snotting and passed out, and, and then and I still ain't heard myself speak in tongues, then it's in vain. I said, Paul said, I would, it's, it's a good thing that you that you speak in tongues. Now, why would he say that? He says it's a good thing that you speak in tongues, but tongues are no, that, that means nothing if you don't have an interpreter. See, on the day of Pentecost, there were every kind of Jewish people, all kinds of races of people there that heard their own language being spoken. We're right. speaking in tongues, and nobody in church knows what we're saying. Exactly. You know? And the Bible says that's it. He said it's in vain. He said, "I would that everybody has a gift of prophecy versus speaking in tongues." But everybody wants to say that uh, speaking in tongues is evidence. Now I've been going back and forth and studying this thing and looking and looking and looking and looking. Like where is it where it says that it's evidence of the Holy Ghost? No, that ain't. That's not what. It, that's not exactly what. That's not what it says. See, we taking the words and we taking it and putting it out of context, and then instead of us taking the real word that they're using in the Greek and Hebrew, uh, the real meaning of it, we using our English words, and and then right. we come up with this that we gotta we we ain't saved unless we speak in tongues. I said no, tongues was for the unbeliever. When when Paul and John walked up, and Peter and them walked up on people in the Book of Acts, they said, um, "Have you have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed?" They wasn't standing out on the side of the road hollering, Jesus, 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 Jesus. He said, since you believe that you receive, they said, we haven't heard of no Holy Ghost. They began to tell them about the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Spirit fell on them. Right. I said, I said so it's, even when Peter went to Cornelius' house, the Lord had already been dealing with Cornelius in a dream. And, and so he, he was, his heart was already ready to receive the Holy Ghost. And when people came, he, he began to preach, and his whole house got saved. Them people wasn't running around screaming, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. They just made their mind made up that they needed something more of God. They needed what God was giving. That man came right in the creeks. He was like, man, we've been baptizing people in creeks in dirty water. Uh, he said, because they was like, we can't wait. Uh, we don't know what tomorrow's going to can't wait, and the Holy Ghost falls. They're not sitting out there hollering, Jesus, 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 and all this and that. I said, that I, when they when that man said that, yeah, I could have ran through the church. I just looked around, looked at him, and just sat on back like, Lord Jesus, because I told him that this morning. Oh my don't God, Came right they in. They was yeah, they were mad. I just looked at them. And these are preachers. These are preachers that my bishop set up but won't even give me an opportunity. He won't even give me an they opportunity. Know, like you said, he knows you're coming from the truth. He won't even give me an opportunity to get in his Bible study. He got a college. He got a Bible college, my own pastor. And he would not give me an opportunity to get in it. I don't know why not. I'm like, but that's not right. 
Cause I don't it's understand profit. why. It's just ridiculous. Because it's for profit. Yeah. It's going to help this church out. It might bring in more members and money. And That's more all souls. And about anyway. More souls in. Yeah, he would not. I, I remember I told you I sent him a message. He never responded to my message. He finally inboxed me last night about going to church. And he was like, hey, daughter, you know, go ahead and go to church. No, I'm not going to be there. I got. Uh, I was called away for, uh, I have a, a sign. I called away on the sign or something. And this and that, and uh, he won't be back Tuesday, but uh, it's going to be still Bible study. I'm thinking, who in that church? Who? Who in there is going to teach Bible study? Like Elder Brinkley, he preached. I'm going to tell you, and it was it was a it was a, it was a, it was a nice class that he taught. This was last Tuesday because Bishop wasn't there last Tuesday. He preached. Uh, let me see. He taught on, uh, I wrote it down, y'all. It was. Uh, he always teaching on forgiveness and love. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where it was. That's where he was. That's, that's what he's always along. preaching on. That's must be what he's he struggling with. Yeah, somewhere around in that, in, that, in that vein. But see, I think, okay, from where I come from and where I'm trying to go, I need more in-depth teaching. You need to set, if you're going to have different teachers teach on Tuesday, then you need to split the church up. You need to split up the new converts and uh, you need to split the deacons up with the deacons. I don't know. You need to split it up and make sure that people are getting what they need. I I don't see how you can be gone and you expect somebody to teach a lesson to the body. I just, oh my God, to the church. I just, I, I can't understand it. I can't understand it, y'all. Mm-mm. So I, told, I, I made up my mind that I wasn't going to go Tuesday, even though he said go. I said, Lord, forgive me. I'm not going. I'm not going to listen to uh, one of the deacons teach on tithes and offering, and I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Is that what I'm they're not, talking about Tuesday so they, heat up, so they can get the heat? Yeah, they talked about it today. They talked about it today. They talked about it today, talking about. And didn't nobody sure say, what, didn't the heater get fixed last year around the same time? Actually, it was earlier this year that the heater got fixed. Because I was uh, still there. Yeah, this is what my daughter said today. Uh, she said, Mama, where we in the back today? I was like, yeah. She, I said, the heater's gone now. She said, again? Didn't we just get that fixed? And this yeah, is my Easter. daughter. That was Easter, remember? Because uh, they said we have a service in the big sanctuary. I remember getting a text. I didn't come. I think mm-hmm. I was out of town anyway. But that's when the, they had got the heat effect. Yeah, I don't know, but they're they talking about make sure you have to get I ain't giving nobody nothing. I'm not giving nobody nothing. And the Lord's going to have to lay it on my heart. He's going to have to give it to me in a dream. Give it to somebody. He's going to have to walk up out of the blue and tell me I need to go put some money in the church for a heater. Because I ain't doing it. <laughs> I ain't doing it. Lord, have mercy. Lord, we are not gossiping. We are lifting this all up to you. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Well, so you know what, y'all? I'm getting ready to start. My, I'm going to try to do it. I would like to have it done mm-hmm. by the end of the year. I'm gonna get ready. I'm gonna study from Acts all the way to Revelation. I'm gonna stop at Revelation. You're gonna read. 
Yeah, I'm gonna read and study uh, from from Acts to Rev to uh, the end of Jude. Uh, and just study you know what I'm because in in the epistle is where uh, you really learn how to live, say how to how to walk. Right. You know that's where you get your 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 truth from. Like Jesus, when he came, he when Jesus came, he came and he was talking about the kingdom of heaven. He was talking about get, bringing God down to earth and letting us know that we don't no longer have to uh, go through these certain rituals to reach God, but right. we can fight right now. And then when Paul and Peter and uh, Timothy, and they began to write the epistles, they were teaching you how to live saved, how to take what Jesus gave us and live saved. They, they was teaching, and so in, in I believe in the epistles is where you're gonna find how to walk. How you learn how to, how to be saved. And I'm studying, and I'm a star. Like, man, where should I start reading? It? Kind of well, you get on the potty. To start reading it, and I'm gonna try. I'm gonna read it, and I'm gonna study this. These are books and epistles all the way until hopefully by the end of. Because when you get to studying, you got to you start, start pulling out other books. I get crazy. I get addicted. I don't know. I'm trying to be finished. I was trying to be finished by the beginning of the year. But, yeah. Because when you, when you really study, you have to you gotta, you have to get the understanding of the original word. You have to know what he was really saying. Uh because their language and the words that they use are not uh, they in our English letters and words are comprised of so many different languages and words to make the English language that they take words out of context and right. we don't we don't know what what he really means when he's saying that you know what I'm saying so like they everybody keeps talking about you know speaking tongues is evidence I think I'm gonna find the I'm gonna go to the Hebrew and Greek. And find out exactly what he was saying. I'm going to find Because I don't believe that Jesus wants you to go through all of these great lengths to uh, to say, like, uh, he was like, well, I was one of them people that was tearing for the Holy Ghost and didn't get it and would walk away and feel bad. He said, but right. I believe that he was like, I had to chase after God to receive it. Uh, no. Now, why would I have to chase after God to get the Holy Ghost? That don't make sense. See, God don't want you to chase after him. Now, there are things that God wants you to labor for. There are things that God, but not for the Holy Ghost. He don't want you to labor for the Holy Ghost. Why Why would you have to labor for the Holy Ghost? It's a gift. He said you can have it. You can have it. I said, I don't believe that Jesus wants you to labor for the Holy Ghost. I, I disagree. I disagree with what your wife said. And I disagree with what you said. I don't believe that God, that's what God, I don't believe that that's what he's saying. He's not telling you that you got to roll on the floor. He said, Terry, till I come. Wait till I, wait. Wait, because that's all Terry and me was wait. And we know that. Everybody in the church know that. Yes. I said, you got four callers. Yeah. Yeah. And see, while you waiting, the Bible says, and when he says wait, it occupy, when he's saying wait, it means to occupy. Don't just sit there and do nothing. Don't just sit there and just wait on him. Come, but go into praise and worship. Amen. It's okay. 
it, it's it's okay to call on Jesus, but don't make me think that that's what I got to do to receive Jesus. Because the moment that I made up in my mind that I wanted to be saved, the Bible says, choose ye this day whom you're going to serve. He didn't say you had to go through all these different things. He said, make a choice. Mm-hmm. You got to make a choice. And that's all you got to do is make a choice that you want to serve God. And the rest he's going to do. So we'll see if they so tell what? on me. <laughs> so what? They need to tell. They need to come and see what's going on in his house. But, um, so what do you think? Because you, you know, Jenny struggled with being saved, and right. when she's not saved, she she the type of person. She is a bold somebody. I mean, she walk around smoking. She don't care. She don't care how you know. You know when I know right. when I'm not saved. If, well, I don't say when I'm not. When I wasn't saved. I would I would I would respect somebody who was saved. You know what I'm saying? As far as in their presence, I wouldn't be cussing and acting all because I know I'm grown. I could do what I want to do, but it's a respect level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's how I would operate. You know, not just because I was in church, but I would. That's just how I am. She don't she don't care if it's her mama, and she just got this bold little demon about, uh, with her, or whatever, and. She, I know when Lord gave her the Holy, well, I know when God gave her the Holy Ghost, and I remember we was at a tent Uh-oh. meeting. Hello. And God, yeah, can you hear me? Hello. Set. Yeah, I'm glad again. Probably. Hello. The devil is alive. Unless you press mute. Because last night it kept happening. When you was talking, I heard static. I mean, when you was praying, I heard static. I'm like, what is going on with the uh, prayer life? When last night? Mm-hmm. It's like every time you said, thank you, Jesus, the phone, like, static, static. I'm like, okay. And then that, she just disappeared every time. I know. That's why I didn't say much because it kept on messing up. And I'm like. Well, I ain't gonna say much because I don't want them. I don't want to interrupt them. <sighs> I see what's going on with us before I finish. That is so funny. I had this dream and everything is like basically coming to pass. Because God because is the frozen. Because the I didn't want to say it out loud because I think somebody was around me. But the pastor that was in my dream was the bishop of Grace Covenant Church. Yeah. Uh, what is she doing? Look, y'all, one time I'm back on here. Yeah, I'm back okay. over here. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. The devil is so mad. Go ahead. Say it. I'm sorry. He's sorry. So, <laughs> so when he gave, when he started speaking in tongues or whatever, she just, she was talking smack. Because, you know, they like, you got to clear your mind. You can't be all. She was talking smack. I'm not going to go get baptized. I already got baptized at our old church, plus I just got my hair done. I'm sitting right next to her. And I ain't on this crap, blah, 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 blah. You know, Jeannie, next thing you know, she, it wasn't nobody but Jesus. Pushed her down on the ground. We had a 10 meeting at Bethlehem. Pushed her down on the ground in the park a lot, and she just started speaking in tongues. She ain't stopped speaking in tongues for hours. So what, wow. do, you, what do you think? Yeah, that was real, too. It was crazy. And she is so, she's a, when, she, when she does give her life to God, she's very, very powerful. Lord uses mm-hmm. her, well, he has in the past used her to draw souls. You know, she can, the Lord will 
she'll meet somebody and the Lord will give her a word concerning that person. She don't even have the normal course, but he'll give her a word concerning that person about something core in their life, you know, in the middle that they don't deal with, that they didn't hear deep down inside. And that's what usually draws them to come to the church and get saved. Mm-hmm. To the point, I remember she told me, if I was saved, I'll get more souls in there before you can. It's like, okay, you bragging like that's you. But that's an influence. Know. They ain't an influence. So what do you think about that? What what why do you think God gave allow her to speak in tongues like that? Um, I well when you just talking about it, it just takes me in the man of Paul. Uh Paul was a very uh, smart man. He was uh uh what word I use he knew his scriptures. He was a man that knew his scriptures. Uh, he was, the Bible says that he was fluent in Roman uh, and Greek, and uh, he knew he knew he knew everything. He was very smart, um, and so he was very influential in his field, in his lane, and wherever wherever he went, people took notice of him. Um, and because of who he was and the nature of who he was, God had to do something drastic for him. He had to. Actually, he had to blame him. So I believe that it, 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 she couldn't get the Holy Ghost standing at the altar because of her nature. He had to have forced himself on her and, and to make her hump. Him knocking her down on the ground was putting her where she where she needed to be in the spirit. He was lowering her. He was abasing her. Her spirit was too high. She was too haughty. So he knocked her down. Mm-hmm. That was a that he was pushing her down. He was humbling her. Uh, and then, then the Holy Ghost could fall on her. But as long as she was proud, as long as she was standing tall within herself, she couldn't be filled. And that's why he did that. So he let her know that I have I have power over everything, even your own limbs, your own body uh, is no match for my authority and my power. So that's how she received the Holy Ghost. Oh, she could only receive it when she was in her humble state because of her spirit. She got such a strong spirit. So that's why I believe that he uh, he did it the way he did it. Uh, he comes in different he comes different ways to get people's attention. She hates that. She she never liked bringing that up, and she always be like, she used to always be like, why did he choose me? I didn't choose to do this. I didn't choose to be saved. I don't. She just don't like that 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 door is open. Like regard like the knowledge that she has now. She hates that she knows that knowledge. She hates that because now she's held accountable. But she actually yeah. does not like that. She hates it. And I'd be like, well, Jesus, save my soul. Not so much as that she hated the spirit that dwells within her hate. But see, okay. she, she, it's not that she don't, uh, she hated, but the, the devil, um, he hates the fact that at any moment, because God has revealed himself to her, that she could be snatched away from him. He doesn't have mm-hmm. a real hope in her. He, he, she think he does, and and he likes to personify that he has a grip on her, but he don't. He don't really. The moment that she changed her mind, he didn't lost his power. The moment that she gets right. power, he, he don't. He doesn't have a hold on her no more because she's been exposed to God. So that's why. Have y'all heard that story that uh, Juanita Bottom told about her sister? Mm, How her yeah. sister was a crackhead and um like. She would ask her sister to pray for certain people, and her sister would stop what she was doing, and she would shut herself in and fast and pray, and people would be healed. Mm. 
Yeah, I heard that. But then, yeah. but then she'll go back doing what she's doing after that. But, you know, but I think she's delivered now. See, God, God usually, I, I have preached to more people in my sins than I have since I've been saved. I have preached in the club. I didn't preach laying mm-hmm. down in the bed. I didn't preach. I preach anywhere. So it's your calling, and you can't get away from it. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if your calling is to draw souls, Remember what Prophet Scott was saying on one of the calls? He was talking about some of us are prophets and some of us are evangelists and, you know, uh, apostles. And some of us, you know, like as a, as her gift, uh, Jeannie's gift is a, is a, is a gatherer. She is, she is an right. evangelist. And so she goes out and she wins souls, even when she's not trying to. So that's what that's her calling. So she can be in sin and still draw people without mm-hmm. even wanting. To. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want. I have read. Well, I watched. Yeah, I watched Pastor Jason Franklin. Cool. I haven't watched him in a long time. Uh, Jensen what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Jensen Franklin. He's a white guy. Okay, uh, I'm writing it down. Yeah, Jensen Franklin. Well, he had somebody on his TV show today, and the message was seven valleys that will destroy your destiny. And uh, he talked about the Valley of Acor being the Valley of Distraction, uh, the Valley of Escol being the Valley of Doubt, the Valley of Kidron, the Valley of Kidron, which that's the valley where Jesus was when he found out that Lazarus was dead. Um, is uh, the Valley of Mourning or Hurt. And he talked about uh, the Valley of Dryness. He got that from Ezekiel. He said, uh, so your distractions, he said distractions, doubt, hurt, a dryness of spirit, uh, the Valley of Killian, uh, which is guilt and shame, condemnation. And he talked about the Valley of meaning uh, decision or double-minded. Uh, and then he talked about the valley of sin, which is the valley of sin. So he's saying distraction, doubt, hurt, dryness, guilt, double-mindedness, and sin will keep you from getting to your destiny. And as I heard him talk about this this morning, I began to just reflect on my own life and think about how many times I've been distracted. Mm. Or how many how many times I have been I've doubted myself or a right. situation or how I've let my broken heart uh, keep me from doing the will of God. Like I I've been hurt. I go get me a bottle. Go get me something to smoke. You know, saying versus turning to God, and or how just drying the spirit, uh, just letting your spirit man die, uh, or feeling guilty and ashamed because I did those things. And I talked. I thought about when he talked about uh, Jehoshaphat, how he was talking about being double-minded, uh, being in a place of decision. Uh, he, he was like, it's okay to be in the valley of decision, but you're not supposed to live there. You're not supposed to stay there. You're supposed to. Everybody's supposed to go through the valley of decision, making a choice of whether or not you're going to be saved or unsaved, but you're not supposed to linger there. And then he talked about the valley of Siddim, uh in Genesis 14 and 10 about Sodom and Gomorrah, which is the valley of sin. And um, he 
each one of these places that he talks about, I have found myself in each one of these valleys at one point in my life. And I thought about it. I said, Lord, where am I today? And the Lord said, you are in the valley of, uh, I was in the valley of the fourth and and distraction of that. I would be easily distracted by the things I got going on in my life which would keep mm-hmm. me from studying, keep me from getting getting into the place of God where I'm supposed to be, or doubt that I'm really supposed to be what doing what I think I'm supposed to be doing. And so I was like, I wanted to share that with y'all just to, for y'all to just kind of think about where you see yourself at um, in this place, in spiritual walk, where you find yourself sometimes being distracted or doubtful or even being hurt or even just being dry in spirit or guilty or shame or condemned about some things, some decisions you made, or double-minded, or even in the valley of sin. And uh, sometimes addictions and uh, bad habits, you know what I'm saying, uh, they don't start out being sin, but they become sin. And uh, so I wanted to ask y'all, you know, where did, you know, what do y'all think about that? What did y'all think about uh, seven Valleys of that could possibly destroy your your your, your destiny, your calling. I, I think I'm more distraction, distraction and doubt. Look, distraction, most of, yeah. I'm distraction and doubt. I'm saying that's what the I Lord gave you. I didn't hear the I'm looking at people too much. I'm looking at people too much. Yeah. So we can pray about it, you know, like well, I don't want I don't want us to be distracted by people. I don't want Moses couldn't get to the promised land because of people. The right. Lord allowed him to see it and he, he lost out, uh, because of people. All that he done, all the red seas he parted, all the plagues and you know, getting pain in uh uh, getting water out of the rock and all of that stuff, all the miracles. And he was the only one that got to see God. He was the only one that got to talk to him, got to go watch God's hand right on tablets. He had a place with God that no other man has ever had. And mm-hmm. he, uh, and he and he couldn't go. Uh, he couldn't go. And the Lord had to actually send an angel to have his body to the day, to, to the day of Jesus Christ uh, so that he could be saved. Um, but so I was asking y'all because I don't want whatever situation we find ourselves in, I don't want nothing to keep us from getting to the next level in God. We all we got a purpose, uh, whether it be preaching, pre- teaching, praying, uh, prophesying, whatever the gift that God has given us, uh, it has to come forth. And as long as we are distracted or doubtful or hurt or, you know, dry in spirit, guilty, or double-minded, or even got sin in our life, we cannot move to the next level of God. And so I thought that that was really good for us um, as far as what God, I thought God would, you know, wanted, that's what he wanted from us. He wanted us to become wholehearted with him, you know what I'm saying, and not be distracted by people. Our bishops are not God. They sure are. They proved that to us. Girl, we already knew that, but shoot. Yeah, they are not God. Their their life, you know what I'm saying, they're human like we are, and they are bound to make mistakes. 
Um, but because we deify them and set them up on such a pedestal, when they fall, it's such a shock to us. And it, it, you know, like, you know, think about Bethlehem, like how the church split when Bishop Johnson passed away. They went mm. three, four, three, four different churches off of one church. Two um, more than that. That's about 10 yeah. churches for real. As, you know, and, you know, see how many churches it is, you know what I'm saying, as a result of uh, them deifying this one man. Uh, so I just felt like tonight we should pray and ask God to help us in whatever valley we find ourselves in, whether it is doubt or distraction or shame or whatever. Because we well, don't, I, don't, I don't want us to get sidetracked uh, by our pastors and the way they live. God don't want us to get Sidetrack. He is our. He is the only one that can deliver us. He's the only one that. He's the only one that's got the final say so about where we gonna spend eternity. Not even our bishop. As good as you know, as much as we love him and we want him to to uh, approve of where we at and what we do in our life, it is God's approval that we should be seeking. It is God's uh, presence that we should be trying to get into. And, you know, if they don't want to get with us and they don't want to use us in the kingdom, that's their business. That's, that, you know, God is a big God, and he knew who we were because he knew what he gave us and the gift he gave us. And so he wants us to, to not be distracted and not be doubtful about what he's calling us to and to just trust him, to step out on faith and ask him for everything that we need because it. Uh, John the Baptist didn't have no pastor. That's right. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't hearing from nobody but God. He wasn't hearing from nobody but God. And the disciples, they 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 wasn't members of nobody's church. They only had God. And so, uh, he had all the prophets. Yes. And so he, uh, if he wants you to uh, be a part of a church or. Particular, because you know, as he said, forsake not the assembly, but he didn't say you had to be a part, be a somebody's member of somebody's church. So you don't have to, you know, be a member of nobody's church. And I'm that's just basically where I'm at right now. I don't, I go wherever the Lord leads me. If the Lord leads me to go to uh, the Lord's, Lord's kitchen on Sunday, then that's where I'd be. I don't care, you know, I'm not really at a place right now in my life where I really need to be a member of Praise Covenant or a member of Bethlehem or a member of Second Church or New Church, New Zone, all of that. I just want to be a part of the body, a part of the kingdom of God. And that's what's important. So I think right now, we, we, are, we are assembling ourselves together right now. Yeah, exactly. So that's what we're doing. Yes, we are. And so I think we what we should do when we go in prayer tonight is that we would pray that the Lord would order our steps and that he would give us clarity of thought. Oh, uh, and, um, God, you know, lead us into the place where he wants us to be because it's, I, I really don't believe that God is really calling us to necessarily be a particular member. I think he wants us to be part of the kingdom. It's good to have, you have to have a shepherd. You need somebody to to uh, watch over you, and your your shepherd needs a shepherd. You know what I'm saying? Your pastor needs a pastor. So right. you need somebody to watch over you, do. And uh, so, but I'm just I don't think that that's what God. That's not the main thing. That's not the main thing about being a part of some organization, somebody's church. 
The main thing is building a relationship with God, and then he will send you to the right person. He will place you up under the right leadership because we don't even know if we're under the right leadership. We don't, right. we don't know. We, we go to a church because our, maybe our family grew up there in that church and or, you know, we just start going because somebody invited us to that church or whatever. But um, very few people really seek God on where they should be. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think be, that's where I'm at right now, too. You know, we need to seek him on where, where we should be. Um, if God wants us to be a part of that church, then um, he'll, make, he'll make the pathway smooth. And if he don't, um, then, you know, he'll shake the dust from you. If you like, I was telling Lyon. Uh, about moving, staying in Cincinnati. Sometimes uh, God has closed a whole bunch of doors just because he don't want you there. You know, he wants you to get to the place where you ask him, look, well, you want me to leave? What are you doing? And he's like, yeah, I've been trying to tell you forever to come on. We want to, you know, uh, just like he did Abraham, come on, let's, we, I want to take you to a new place. And uh, sometimes God just trying to get our attention. He allows stuff to go wrong. Bishops don't want to talk to us, and they got all kind of isms and schisms and cliques in the church, and uh, they look down on you because you got three and four kids, and yeah. you know you, you ain't married, and if you are married, your husband ain't a part of the church. So mm-hmm. they look at they look at all that. They put you in categories that are that is not of God, and so I, I really believe that God wants us to stop looking at people and. Uh, not to focus on what our bishop is doing, what he is or isn't, may not be doing, uh, but focus on him because he is trying to take us to a different place. I see us going, being asked to come to different people's churches. I see the Lord using us in, in areas that uh, they don't, our pastor hasn't even conceived, they don't even see it. They don't even see us going and being national evangelists and prophets to the nation, they don't see that. They just see you being a, a pew member, a member of their church, another number. So they don't have the big picture of what God You know has. what? Well, my prophet is prophesied and said that um, God is calling me to be an international evangelist. I honestly mm-hmm. ain't never heard that in my life. And I'm a big stickler about God telling me, telling somebody something and not telling me. But I know I'm supposed to. You know, I know God called me to be an evangelist. I do know that. But she was saying, like, Lord, I lost my train of thought. I lost my train of thought. Forget it. Forget I see it. you being a national evangelist. I see you traveling. I see you speaking in different places, places you've never seen before. I see that. You know, this is what I was going to say. She had told me, she said, Naya, your hurt is coming from the church. And she said, that's where most of your hurt is coming from. She said, and the reason why they are, why the church is hurting you is because they see where God is taking you, and they want to try to destroy that. But I believe the Holy Ghost is showing me how, you know, how some people can tell you how, they, how people feel about you because that's how they feel. Mm-hmm. Even if they're fighting against it, that's what I believe mm-hmm. the Holy Ghost for sure. Well, you know what? Yeah, and, and you have to remember that she's part of the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's speaking. When she's speaking, she can't exclude her from being part of the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if she's you're the first person me, I thought about. 
And you, you, you telling me that people don't like me, and I'm extreme. Uh, you, you, you part of the church, and uh, I heard the preacher say today, you, you better be very careful about you looking down on people when they praising God, and because you don't know what they been praising God, you don't know what you getting ready to go into. So, uh, people look at you. Naya, because they, they assume they know. And they don't know Naya. They only know, mm-hmm. they only know, they only know what, what you show them. What you tell them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it ain't a whole lot that you're showing them. Hold on, because so, I'm not going to vote. Yeah, so they assume. And why they assuming, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you better give it up right out of your to everybody. You know, so they're assuming that they know Naya, but they don't know Naya. They only know what they know. They know themselves. Take your buttons, please. They try to put a square in a, in a circle. You know what I'm saying? And you don't fit with that. I sure don't. You don't fit with that. And she said that, too. And I, you know what? You remember I said that she said something to them at um, she said something to them about Bishop giving me money. Remember when mm-hmm. that... And I said, I I said, I don't know if y'all remember, but Prophetess said I have to get for discernment, which I do. I've always known that. I said, but I don't mm. know if y'all know. I said, that's how I know that she said something to y'all when y'all went out to eat. I said, you know, I'm going to leave it alone. She started, the girl started laughing. She said, yeah, she said something. I said, I know she did. I seen it. And that's why Dana texted me and said, oh, my God, why you ain't coming to the Bible Bowl? She ain't never cared no much. She ain't never cared when I came somewhere to church. She was asking right. her. She thinks somebody want a husband. I don't want him. Right. She said, oh, my God, because she told her husband she ain't want nobody sitting in front in the front seat with him. Don't know. I said, I don't want her husband. Well. Wow. The same thing I said to you. I said, I got to get past his, how he look at it, how his pants be all up in his crotch in the back and how he wear that little beach hat. Mm-hmm. I can't get past the front and the back. How am I going to get to him? <laughs> right. Shut up. <laughs> she was cracking. <laughs> For us, yeah. shut up. I said, but see, discernment is real. People need to watch what they say. I told them today on our post. People, they need to put them spiritual peepers on. You need to start discerning whether or not this is of God or not. Everything. Everything that people say is not from God. And they could be teachers. I tell you, the girls just told me in, in, in Sunday school that you, that you can't be saved 24-7. And that's a lie because the Bible says you can't. You are can't be saved. They crazy. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you could be saved. Yeah, you, 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 what's the point? If I, if I can still do some of the things that I was doing in the world, I should just be on out there. I'm telling you. I don't know. Nobody that, even my brothers and sisters still smoke weed. They never, nobody loves weed like I love weed. I mean, loved it. And we'll get mad and don't feel like sharing. I can have, I don't care how much I weed I'm sitting on. It's mine. I'm not sharing it. I like to smoke it. I like the way it smells. I like the way it looks. I mean, like, loved it. And so people, you know, I could, nope, I can go back and meet some weed right now. Nobody would never know. I'd be sitting here smoking because they not they don't have the spirit of discernment. They don't know what I'm doing. They don't care either. 
Do you, no, I, I, think somebody, I heard somebody say, if it ain't my business, I don't need to be worried about it. Or something, a church folk, a church person. Like, a, you know, I ain't. I don't got time to be meddling in nobody's business. If, if it, you know, don't affect me. Like, they don't want to get dirty. Because they got some stuff they don't want you to meddling in. Mm-hmm. But we supposed to be, we supposed to give an account. The Bible says give account one to another. We supposed to. I'm supposed to be accountable to you, and you supposed to be That's accountable right. to me. We supposed to see because as long as I live in secret, I can, like I said, I can be doing anything. I can be up, laid up, with my baby daddy get up and go usher Sunday, sing in a choir. Smoke my weed, give me a couple beers, chill out, and be it'd be all right. Because nobody will know the wiser. Because ain't nobody walking in the spirit. Nobody's and people who are, they probably just ain't saying that. Yeah. They probably sitting back trying to pray for them. Like that. How much prayer does the person need? I'm telling Girl, you. God like is good. It, I mean, uh, I I seen my first lady when I walked in the church today. It's like you and always see her. She's right there every time. <laughs> every she time. She said, hey, man. I said, hey, how you doing? Kept it moving. And the the, the, the hive was so dry because I know she was thinking, like, I ain't even responding to her text. That's what crossed her mind. Uh, but I could care less that you responded. The only reason why I'm here today is because I was being obedient. That's the only reason. Uh, other than that, I wouldn't have came. And uh, she, I let her use my uh, War Room movie, and she lost it. Oh, did she lose did it? She, oh, you she, a movie? Did huh? she lose it or did she pass it on to somebody like it was hers? Girl, exactly. If she, she said, I wouldn't give a who what she did. She need to give you your movie or your money. Yeah, she, movie. Like, she was like, how much is it? I just pay you for it. I said, don't even worry about it. I don't need, don't need, look. I've been asking this lady for my movie for uh, a couple months. She done and passed she, it on. <laughs> yeah. like, like, this I is have, one of the sisters' movies, so please give it back, and they done passed it on to somebody. She had a... Uh, broken. She said, I asked... Um, Bishop, did he take the movie? And he said he didn't know what I was talking about. He ain't seen it. And they didn't gave my movie away to somebody. It's crazy. Lord, yeah. I can't stand the lion spirit. Mm-mm. <laughs> Especially when they're supposed to be saved. I can't stand it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I ain't even bring the movie up, and you talking about it. You feel yep. guilty. Yep. <laughs> That's guilt talking. Y'all pray for my friend. He getting on my nerves. Oh, Corey? Yes. He is a crybaby. He is getting on my nerves. He like me a lot, lot, lot. I, oh, no. I like him, but he all right. I ain't, because, you know, I, I'm really not focused on that. I wasn't looking for no boyfriend. And he right. really, really liked me a lot. And even to the point to when I said I'm about to fast for the whole month of December, but I was I had told him, I said, when I fast, I fast. I shut off TV if it ain't got nothing to do with Jesus preaching, teaching. I shut it off. I shut off Facebook. I don't talk on the phone. I don't sleep through my fast. Uh, you know, so I, I could talk to you when I'm not fasting, but when I'm fasting, it's over. So you're going to be like, well, what made you do that? You need to be jumping on board. 
you know, I just, you know, and he get mad because I tell him the truth. Like, he going to say, huh? How old is he? Three forty-five. He to the age. And he going to say, um, he just, oh, my God, I haven't talked to you all day. Um, all this crap. So I'm like, did you want to pray with us tonight? Because I know you'll be salty. Like, why you didn't call me? So he's like, nah, you just pray for me. He was all just, it's like, yo, oh, my gosh. No, 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 no well, I can't. Uh, I didn't say, I'm choking me. Oh, I didn't say, but I did tell Tanisha about it. Uh, when I first started talking to him, uh, <laughs> while he was talking to me, the Lord was just telling me, like, he would say something, and the Lord was like, no, it's not true. And, uh, but uh, I was asking him, how often did he read his Bible? He said 12 hours. Yeah. That don't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 12 hours a day. <laughs> Yeah. If you if you if you, was, if you ate twelve hours a day or you exercised twelve hours a day, if you did anything for twelve hours a day, it would be evidence of it. Yes. And so uh I asked him that because the Lord was telling me that he don't read his Bible. He don't read he don't read his word like he should. And he kept on saying that uh he he wanted to go minister, uh, and his pastor told him, no, he wasn't ready. And he the ain't. reason why he was telling him that is because he's not studying his word. See, uh, in Acts 19, uh, it talks about the sons of Sceva and how the devil beat him up, beat up one of the sons of Sceva because mm-hmm. he didn't know uh, what he, what spirit and what he was dealing with. He felt mm-hmm. like he that was himself because he's seen it done. And that's the spirit uh, that your friend is operating under. He he okay. has a he has a knowledge of God but not a solid relationship. Girl, you ain't doing nothing but confirming. I told him that. He talked about he um he think he ready to preach. I said, You ain't ready to preach. I said, You ain't ready to preach for the simple fact you don't even know everything. I said, I said you ain't gonna know everything, but you don't even. I said you talking about uh, if you don't use your gift, God to take away. I said God ain't gonna take nothing away. I said if He give it to you, He ain't taking it away. I said gifts come without repentance. I said, I said gifts come without repentance. He called his pastor. He called his pastor, girl. He didn't say hold on, let me call my pastor or anything. He called his pastor, and his he gonna ask his pastor like, uh, pastor. She said that gifts come without repentance and that God won't take it away. He said, but you said that if you don't use it, God will take it away. If you don't use it, you will lose it. His pastor said she is right. God is not going to take it away. God ain't going to take nothing away he give you. He said you probably won't be as strong in it as um, you're supposed to be, and you won't grow properly, but he will not take it away. Girl, he was so mad. He was so mad. He was like, well, he that ain't what he told us. That ain't what he told us at church, blah, blah, blah. So he... Now, it's just a lot of things, you know. And then he gonna tell his pastor. You let me finish your hair. It's a difference between a gift and a talent. Now, a talent, right. God can take away. He will take away. A gift, 
he's not. You think about when he talked about the man that had five talents, one had two and one had one, and the one that had one, he didn't do nothing with it. He went and buried it in the ground, so he took it and gave it to the one that had two. Uh, so now a talent he'll take away. Like you, you see people do it all the time, people that you used to can sing can't sing no more. Right. Or people, people used to play the piano, uh, they lose, you know, for some whatever reason, they can't play no more. Uh, right. And so that's a talent. A get, the gifts of God are not uh, talent. It's not singing. It's, it's the, the gifts are the spirit, like preaching, teaching. Those are gifts. Right. Discernment. Right. He will not take. Those are gifts of the spirit. He's not going to take those away. But a talent, you can lose. A gift, you can't. And so that's probably what his pastor was saying, that if you don't use the talent, the ability that God has mm-hmm. given you, that he will take it away. And he probably just misinterpreted what his pastor was trying to tell him. Just, mm. and then he he just, oh, my goodness. And then he going to say, he going he gonna to say, I ask God to um let me know, you know, Send my granddaddy or whatever to me in a dream and let me know. He mm-hmm. said, his granddaddy asked him in a dream, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Um, you need to be out there. So he went to his pastor, and he was mad because his pastor told him, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, we're going to have to have a meeting. You know, I'm going to tell you what is, what, to, what is to be expected and blah, blah, blah. He was like, you know, I don't know how, how long you think it's going to take. I said, I don't know your pastor. I don't know the culture of your church. I don't know your pastor. So he, that ain't what I'm at. I'm at, I said, I don't know your pastor. You can't ask me that. I don't know. You the one there. I said, if you see God on asking you to bring your granddaddy, you need to see God on how long it's going to take your pastor. And I said, um, girl, he just, oh, my goodness. I said, what you want to preach tomorrow? You're not ready to preach tomorrow. I said, it's steps to everything. It's just like if you want to be a doctor, you or a nurse, and you was a good aide, and you to watch the nurse be a nurse, but you a great aide, you still not finna just go out and be no nurse. You got to go through school. You got to take tests. I said, ain't, nobody just... exactly. ain't nobody going to let you cut on them just because you, your daddy was a doctor and you watched them yeah. cut on people. You gotta... Wow. <laughs> okay. I told, the... I told Bishop in the inbox that I said, I'm going to read it to y'all. I told him in my inbox, uh, I said, uh, I told him, I said, I know my, my, I know my gift. Hold on, let me pull it up. Okay, it says, I said, I'm interested in attending your Bible college. I said, I saw our information without any luck. So I decided to go, to go to the source. I said, I know my calling. And I, now I need to be trained. Mm-hmm. Please train me mm-hmm. to know the art of preaching as I have the gift, just no skill in it. Uh, he never responded. And the reason why I'm saying that to you is because even though I know I'm a preacher, um, that doesn't mean that I'm supposed to just go out and, you know, get on somebody's uh I let somebody tell me they want me to preach uh, Sundays. Jesus had, even Jesus didn't start preaching until when the Baptist sent him out as God. He, when he went to the 
temple and he started to uh, teach and, and and have a debate with the elders at 12 years old, that wasn't the beginning of his ministry. He was just doing just what I'm doing right now, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. about the word of God. Letting, he was exercising his gift, um, but he didn't start preaching it. He didn't start actually preaching until the Baptist was put in prison. And so you, and just like Elijah and Elijah, you need a court runner. Run out the gate and think you're supposed to preach. Um, you, right. need a, you need somebody to, validate, you need somebody to uh, validate your calling. Jesus needed somebody to validate his calling, which was on the back. If God needed, if God needed somebody to validate his calling, then surely we do too. Right. Yeah. But um, I don't, I'm afraid to hear a friend, but he got, his maturity level is, is right where he keep right where, you know, he's keeping it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can grow up in God and be mighty in God in, in a matter of months, matter of weeks. It's, a, it's about how much you put in. Like, uh, even me and hair. I can advance as far as I want to in the skill or in the uh, the knowledge of doing hair as far as I can go. Uh, one of my friends just became a dad on um, a state board, a state board uh, tester in uh, Vanetta Dumas. She's a state board tester in Washington, D.C. Like, that's the highest pivotal you can get to in uh, wow. education, in hair education. You know what I'm saying? She's a state board oh, okay. educator. And so that's, you know, you have, but you have to put the work in to get to that level. Nobody's going to call me and be like, hey, babe, you want to be a stable educator? And I ain't studying no, I'm not studying my books. I'm not going to school to become that. I'm not, you know, so you have to put in the work. And he has to put in the work. And that's why his passion won't talk to him because he's trying to run out the gate. He wants to put the horse before the cart. I mean, the cart before the horse, you know. And I know he don't read his Bible like that because, He'd be too busy trying to post stuff on Facebook and be on the phone with me. But I told him, I said, you're the type of person you're going to have to go through something. I said, you gonna, I said, you're the type of person you got to get burned before you learn. I said, because mm-hmm. you know too much. You think you know it all. I said, he's like, no, what, what? I said, I didn't try to tell you. I ain't got nothing else to say. I'm telling you right now. I said, you going to have to go through in order for you to get it. You're going to be like, oh, this is what she was talking about. This is what she was trying to say. Right. I said, you're crazy. I said, I'm always afraid of people who's always rushing to go preach. That that makes me wonder about them. I can't, I said, I, I just don't, people who just so excited about being pastors and um, trying to preach, like, that ain't nothing to be, you know, it's, thank God you want to, you trusting enough to deliver your word, but People don't lost their marriages. They don't get away from their kids to do it, to be rushing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That ain't nothing to be trying to rush into. That should be intimidating to a certain extent. You should be trying to get all you can get until you. it's time for you to go out in the field. That's how I feel. Yep. And you know what? I told you, my first lady, I asked her about what advice do you give a person that you to that they want to start working in their gifts and she was like, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you call the priest, then, you know what I'm saying, preaching. And so 
I have prayer with my kids on Monday. So I decided that this Monday coming, I'm going to speak to the Lord for a message for my kids. Okay. And I'm going to preach it to my kids. And, uh, That's smart. Monday, yeah, and I said, I'm going to um, go ahead and start writing my family and start speaking to the Lord on because you have to, like, I've been doing hair for, forever, but it wasn't until I went and got my license that I could really say that I'm going to You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't mm-hmm. have to say I'm a hairstylist because I got a license to validate that I'm a hairstylist. And so it, I can't say, even though I know I'm a preacher, I'm, I have the gift of preaching. I can't say that I'm a preacher until I have been validated. Right. In the area of preaching. You know. That's so. right. He's crazy. Yeah, he, he, he getting on my nerves. <laughs> uh, I don't know what he's going to, he's going to have to get on board because he's crazy. He get mad because he want to talk about, he want to marry me. I said, I don't know. He said, why you keep saying if it's God's will? Because if it's God's will, I'm not going to just say anything. Uh, Do you know what I did to what kind of job he got? Girl, the boy, he was an ex-dope boy, so he can't get no job right now. I don't know. He ain't even looking for him, probably. His pastor, his pastor messed around and asked him, I'm talking about, <laughs> what church she go to? Yeah, because I keep teaching him the truth. I don't know what's going on. He talking about, well, I've been sitting under my pastor for four years. I said, keep it 1,000. I said, you've been sitting under him for four years, but you ain't been living that life for four years. Right, exactly. you ain't been listening for four years. I said, you just got saved in January. I said, you ain't been doing this whole it's thing for years. I said, you can't be fornicating and cussing and smoking and drinking and doing whatever you want to do. That ain't right. living a life. Well, let me tell you this, sister. I mean, how many kids you got now? You're four or five? Girl, too many. Okay. Too many, yeah. and I don't even want a man with no kids. And if he do, I want him to have none. Yeah, uh, I tell you after you tell. Me. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you this: you the the Bible says that a man that don't work don't eat. Don't eat. Mm-hmm. You didn't make that up. That's what the Bible says. And uh, being a, a single mother um, for as long as we have, um, the last thing you need is a man that won't go out and take care of you and your kids. Ain't no sense of marrying somebody and you still got to struggle. We gonna marry right. you. Somebody gonna come and they talking about they want to marry you. They need to make sure that they are taking care of. It. I don't care what they say. They can tell you that you ain't got this and you ain't got that. So what? This is your job as a man to be my covering and to be my provider. Now, if I got to help pick up the slack, I will. But I am not. I'm not marrying no man to carry the burden. Just be still burdened down. You don't, don't you take, mm-hmm. don't you, don't you, next time he tell you he want to be your, he wants you to be his wife and something, I want you to get a J-O-B. I want you to be working at least 40 hours a week for at least a year. On the same job. Oh, my God. He needs to be working. He needs to have a go 
She needs to have a house somewhere to take you and your kids. Where are you going to come? Where are you going to live? Move in with you? No. Mm-hmm. And some- then God will give you the desires of your heart. The preacher was preaching on that today, talking about, mm-hmm. um, you um, you know, he didn't say don't settle, but he says, you know, if God's going to send it, he's going to send it right. Everything's going to line up. You know, you ain't. Is everything's going to line up. They're going to talk right. They're going to do everything like they're supposed to, and the Holy Ghost going to let you mm-hmm. know. And this guy just met this guy. Not this guy, it's another guy. I met him, and he's talking about, God sent me to you. I said, God ain't sent you to me. You ain't no. even living the kind of life I need you to live. Yeah, you got a car, yeah, you got houses, yeah, you got some money. Uh, But he ain't, that ain't, no, because God got that too. No, right. that ain't what God sent for me. And the assistant pastor's going to be like, how you know? Girl, how you know? Don't be worried about me. I said, because he ain't. She said, stop being me. I ain't being me. Mm-hmm. I ain't being mean. And I you said, ain't I'm questioning. You, I do talk to on the phone. That's what I told you. Well, you ain't being mean, and nor are you desperate. You are not desperate. No, I'm not. I, I really don't even want nobody. On the, for real, for real, I'm trying to be cool. I was just like that. I cut all my hair off, thinking I want to attract nobody, and people still all in my face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you know, the, the devil never takes a break. <laughs> he ain't never right. he works every day he works every day <laughs> my baby daddy told me that uh, one, one day he said I think if I get married I'm going to marry you nigga you live with a woman been living with him for the last two years two maybe three I said if you think I'm waiting on you to leave your girlfriend you a fool I don't want you you better stay right where you are. You just you yeah, know, the devil will come and he will try to trick you and make you think that you gotta settle. You ain't gotta settle. No, God will give you the mm-hmm. desires of your heart. That is not my desire. Shoot. Yeah, and if it is, girl, you ain't going to change your desires. <laughs> 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 I love my desire. We know, uh, Mike, so we got any uh, prayer requests, anything we need to pray on other than? Uh, nah, I mean, not nah, but. <laughs> the spirit of distraction. I know. Because I got to clean up real quick so my sister won't come home yelling. They just laying around here. No, oh, yeah, I remember uh, my son, he got an earache. Even having a okay. left, we had to go to the emergency room and. He was been whining like a big old baby. He wanted to go to the hospital on the fence of that section. He don't need to miss no more babies, too. Okay. I think I, I, think I am going to stay, but... Um, yeah. Nah, the prayer Pray line. Me. We still ain't praying. We just been talking. Yeah, we ain't talking. We talking good, right. though. We ain't just talking, but we... I'm trying to <laughs> Y'all finish the rest of this for me. I'm going to start this dishwasher. But yeah, uh, I'm praying so, pray for my church. Pray for my whole church because that girl called me because she's just tired of the pastor's kids getting away with stuff. She's tired of the pastor. She's tired of everything. And she ain't even got, the, she ain't even saved. Oh. She ain't saved. Cuss, I had to tell her stop cussing. 
She cussed and smoked. Cussed out the pastor. Wow. Uh, Bishop. She said, when you, when you talk to me, you you make me feel like I'm in big trouble. My daddy's the same age as you, and he don't even talk to me that kind of way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she is that she I love her today. I love her, I really do. But she yeah, she, so she got a problem. She said she gonna bring it up, so I don't know. I just know it's real. Yeah. real. Hey. What uh Tanisha been saying? You've been saying it, I've been saying it. God is uh revealing, exposing God does everything decently in order. And so if he's going to start judging the house, he's going to start with the hood first. Mm-hmm. That's why he's starting with the past. That's why the past is going to be an exposed. And it ain't going to be too long when the people that's sitting in the pew, he's going to start pulling covers off of them. So uh, God is judging us. He wants us to be right. He wants us to be right. Some, somebody gonna need to stand in the gap. Somebody gonna need to pray for these people. Right. Somebody giving them another chance. He trying to help yeah. them out. Yes. Somebody's gonna have to stand in the middle and pray uh, for the mercy of God on our pastors and our uh, and our people, our brothers and sisters in Christ. Ministers, the Lord gives them a thirst and a hunger for your word and revelation. Yep. And keep uh, us right. Keep us in line. Some people, Man, some people because they know that God is long-suffering and that it's not his will that any should perish. They figure that, they, they, that God is uh, not going to do this and that because he ain't done it yet. They think they go. They think they getting away with it, or they're gonna have time. But no man knows the hour when the Lord's gonna retire, and you don't know when your day is when your day is up. That's right. You don't know. See that that doesn't work for God. That comes when He wants to. My God. That's a spirit. He comes when He wants to. When we feel like coming to get you, God knows when you leave. But He said He coming a thief. In, it coming as a thief in the night. Didn't do what He said. Yeah. The death, death. Death, 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 death angel comes at when he wants to. The Bible says that he has given, he got power over death, but, and so he can raise you from the dead if he wants to, and he can stop death if he wants to, he can command it, he can allow it to come, but death is a spirit. That's why he said he came to conquer, conquer death and the grave. Hell and so, the grave. Hallelujah. But if you come to a point where you feel like you can just keep on sinning and keep on doing this and that, and you think that you're getting away, you're not, because death is his own boss. And he, you never know when death decides to come. You ever see these movies and uh, the death angel just comes or they got the spirit of death just coming and he just comes? Just when, when, when your number's up, when, he, when he's ready. When, when God knows when, you, when, when your number's up. And like Hezekiah, he prayed when his time was up. God didn't send death. God told him, hey, you're getting ready to die. And Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and asked the Lord to uh, to allow him to live. He told him, you know, he can't praise him in the grave. And uh, the Lord extended his life 15 more years. He was my age. He was 38 years old. 
uh, when the Lord told him he was getting ready to die. He's a young man. So uh, God, he didn't send that, but he, uh, you know, he knows when death is coming. People don't know. We can lay down the night. Um, You ain't got to be sick to die no more. People just die. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, that's true. People just die. That's true. Maybe like, well, wasn't even nothing wrong with her. She died. She just laid down and died. My cousin, younger than me, I miss her to death, Randrita. I was just thinking about her. 36 years old, had a seizure in her sleep. Didn't wake up the nigga. She smothered to death. The seizure didn't kill her, but when she had a seizure, the way she was positioned, she smothered to death. Left behind three kids. The only good thing about that is she, when she when she died, she was saved. Mighty God. You don't know. You don't know. Uh, wasn't nothing wrong with her. She could have, you know. So you don't know when your day is coming. And that's what the one thing that prompted me to turn my life over to the Lord was, wow. I just lost my cousin. Like this is this is like my sister. I just lost. I was just on the phone with her, and we was texting back and forth, and she was telling me, "Cause you gotta get sold out." I mean, got a beautiful house sitting on acres, got a boat in the backyard, cane corsos, money in the bank, got her own hair salon. Life is good. She had a seizure one night and died. She gone. So you don't know when your day is coming. God knew when she was checking out of here, and he allowed her to be right. She didn't owe nobody. Her, all the bills was paid. Her soul was right now. Lord Jesus. We was prepared to go. But how many of us can really say we prepared to leave here, for real? That's right. That's Jeez. right. God wanted to make sure that when we lay down, that we ready to go. Because we don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't know if tonight this is my last phone conversation with y'all. You know? I don't yeah. know. Pray for Tony, so, um, mother. Remember Jenny, baby daddy Tony? Yeah, how you been doing? He locked up. He been locked up oh, for really? years. Really? Um he been locked up. He had twenty some years, girl. He been locked up for a while. And, oh, wow. you know, that little boy I posted on my Facebook, that's his baby brother. I don't know if you remember him. I know you remember. Oh, Do you remember his wow. mama? She had a nasty yeah. attitude. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. Her, she had that little baby. That's the little baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, my he, goodness. Now, now they're saying that he didn't kill himself, that they think someone else did it, and the girl ain't telling all the truth. And then the mother, Tony's mother, asked her, she said, can I get the jacket of my son? And she said, I don't think, I think I deserve the jacket. You can have the blanket with the blood, with his brains on it. You can have the sheet with his brains on it. it I don't know how she, she's still out of jail. I just don't. I would have probably choked mm. I probably would have killed mm. that lady. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But, she, I mean, because it's already God. bad enough. She lost her son, her baby boy. I don't know. I, I probably, I know I would have put my hands on her. I just, I don't know. Yep. I don't understand. You know, God is good. So. You know, I you know, it's you just pray for her because she's taking it yeah. real hard, and you know she's supposed to. That's her baby, but yeah. just pray for yeah. all of them because my niece and them upset. They they go in and they out of their little stuff, and it's sad. He was only nineteen; he didn't even get to turn twenty yet. His birthday next month. Wow, 
Lord Jesus. I remember that's that's crazy. I remember. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember praying for my sister Tanisha. She is. Uh, I didn't let her come home tonight. She got. She got <laughs> some issues were concerned, and uh, she she's 18 years old, and I, I just give her a little taste of her own medicine. And let her see how it feels to, you know, be on her own. I told her, go stay over my house. And she wanted to come home, but I didn't let her come. Because uh, I made her change rooms because she put holes in my wall like she's a kid. And uh, so she's been talking stuff, and then I come find out she's smoking. I said, how in the world is she going to be back? I'm here. I am better than not going to buy no blacks and no cigarettes. And she running around here. Sneaking and smoking, bringing that same demon that I'm battling back to my house. She's inviting him somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm casting the devil out. She's bringing him back. So no wonder I, I feel like every other day I need to go smoke because right. that he's demon is there. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you for revealing yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. I had yeah. I had an urge. To go do nothing, you know what I'm saying? Because I put the, I put her out to so go over and stay with your daddy and Vaughn for a little while. So I told her, I, I know I'm gonna let her come back because Vaughn's like she can't stay here. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, little boy, I thought uh, she was done. Yeah, my sister was like she can't stay over here. I ain't got no mom. I got four kids. You can't be over here. The baby's in bed. The baby. the baby with her. I ain't gonna keep the baby without her. So she can go have another one. Uh-huh. Right. So just pray that you know. Uh, she sent me an inbox today and told me she's sorry. She loved me and uh, she really appreciate what I do for her and her daughter. So I'm gonna let her come home tomorrow. I'm gonna let her stay over there. I'm gonna go pick the baby up in the morning for school. But uh, I just pray that the Lord um, help me to, you know, handle the situation right. You know what I'm saying? Not in my flesh, because I will beat her up. God help me. So I just pray that the Lord, you know, just can help me to stay, you know, in the right spirit when I'm dealing with her. Yeah. I asked her that. I said, "You been smoking?" And uh, she got real quiet. And she's like, "Yeah." See, uh. My nephew, Vaughn's baby boy, told my son that she'd been buying blacks and uh, she bought a lighter the other day and had some black. And I'm like, Lord, look, here I am trying to keep from, yeah, nicotine patches on when I feel like I need a smoke. I put on two or three of them to keep from going to smoke. And the reason why, this, even though I'm casting the devil out and I'm praying against it, she has opened the door for him to. Bring him back in. Yeah. 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 And, I wasn't, and I wasn't aware of it. I wasn't aware that the devil, you know, that she gave him excess back to my property after I passed that nigga out. She brought him back in. So. That's funny. You, my daughter was smoking weed before she got saved. And uh-huh. I said, um, every morning, my little kids, they will wake up and see things, you know, see demons. Uh-huh. And they'd be like, Mama, my baby wake up in the middle of the night. Mama, it's a, it's, a, it's a monster in the kitchen. It's a monster in the kitchen. And I'm thinking, what in the heck? So I get up, tell her to leave it, go, whatever. And every night it's happening. So I said, Lord, why is this happening every night? And if I tell her mm-hmm. to leave, it's in here. 
the Lord left, allowed me to know I, um, that it was my daughter because she keep bringing in, you know, keep coming back in my house yeah. speaking and smoking when I'm not there. So I yeah. told her, I said, if you don't care nothing about nobody else, I said, you need yeah. to respect your little brother and your little sister because they're the ones who's suffering the most. They see these demons. Yeah. When I'm asleep, knocked out, yeah. having a good dream, they they right. look at the demons and they scared to death and they got to wake me up, you know what I'm saying, right. and try to get me up to um cast it out. I said, so if you don't respect nobody else, respect them. And that's what the Lord used to help her to stop smoking in my house until he saved her. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, See, and that's, that's, I had no idea, though. I had no I just knew, like, Lord, why is it that I keep feeling like I got to go buy me a black? And I, and I, and I know I'm saved, and I know I want to be saved. And what's going right. on? And the Lord, when, I, when they told me she was smoking blacks, I said, there it is. There it is. And that devil, when he comes, see, he, he was by himself at first, but when he came this time, he came back with reinforcement. So I'm, it's not just a smoking demon. It's a demon of deception. It's all kinds of demons tied into mm-hmm. this demon mm-hmm. that he keep bringing back. Yeah, and I, t- I said, so, you know, and I told her, I said, yeah, I know you smoking. She's like, and I'm going to stop smoking, too. I know you are, because if you're going to be here, you gonna you can't smoke here. You can't smoke here. Don't bring your lighter. Don't bring your none of your stuff that is related to to the devil. We 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 don't we don't want him here. We don't want him here. He can't he can't come here. So y'all keep her in prayer. Keep me in prayer. My son. Uh, we gonna lift up Tony and his mama. What about you, uh, Tanisha? I had my phone on mute because the little one. Uh, just keep my household and family members. Is that it? Thank 
Now we ask, Lord God, that you give these ordained ministers, Lord God, and also ourselves, Lord God, the things that we desire. Now we the word, Lord God, revelation from your word, a hunger and a thirst after your word, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. If you want us to shut off our social media pages, Lord God, we do it, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, so we can seek you forever more, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. So we can be able to walk in your power, in your mission, Lord God, to bring salvation to our family members, Lord God, to our communities, Lord God, to everyone that we may come in contact with, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. For this work that we do for you, Lord God, is not about us, but it's about you, Lord God. God. Thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for giving our children sleep and sleep tonight, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Wake them up, refresh in the morning, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Let them walk in your excellence, Lord God, they go to school, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Protect them, Lord God, from every evil evil person, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, from the bullies, Lord God. Let the bullies become their freedom, Lord God, so the bullies can defend for them, Lord God, and not them, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I just ask, Lord God, that you will bless the teachers of our children, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Give them the the grace and the mercy to teach our children the right way, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. So they won't be lost, Lord God, in the reading, writing, and arithmetic, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Now listen our cities, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we ask for a legion of born and born angels, Lord God, to come in our cities, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. You are gracious, God. We call on the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob tonight, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We call on the God of righteousness and justice. Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We call on the God who is our vindicator on tonight, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we come against the spirit of alcoholism, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of killing you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of hardiness, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of gambling, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of jail and bailing, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Bless the money, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We come against the spirit of evil, Lord God. We come against the home, Lord God, and strife and jealousy and envy. We bind it up right now in the name of Jesus. We bind up every murdering spirit, every fornicating spirit in the name of Jesus. We bind it up, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We come against every lying spirit in the name of Jesus. And you are a perfect and a holy God. You have called us to that standard, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. But we can do all in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you didn't come not just for peace, Lord God. You came with a word, Lord God, to rightly divide the word of truth, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Father God, I have good shepherds to those who are home astray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lead and direct us, Lord God, to the right church that you want us to go to, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. For people are searching and seeking to find the wonders in the earth. Lord God, but you said the world is right now the manifestation of the glory of God, but you're building the earth, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. So continue to 
clean us up, Lord God. Let us walk holy before you. Let us walk holy before you. Let us talk holy before you. Let us drink holy before you, Lord God. Let our hands be clean, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, thank you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for your holy spirit. In the name of Jesus, for you said when you leave this earth, that your Holy Spirit will come to comfort us. Not only will it comfort us, but it will bring us. But it will turn us around the way that you've come around, In the name of Jesus, it will reveal all things to us, O God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, bring healing to our children, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We come against every hair of infection in the name of Jesus. We come against every ready nose in the name of Jesus. We come against confusion and torment and spirits right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for your peace, Lord God. I thank you for your love and your understanding, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. For you are a sovereign God. For you are a merciful God. For you are a gracious God. For you are an awesome God. For you are a mighty God. For mighty is your right hand, Lord God. For you are a God that can move suddenly, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that we don't have to tarry and wait on you anymore. With your spirit has been revealed in this earth, Lord God. Not only has it been revealed in this earth, but it's moving through us, Lord God. And thank you for continuing to breathe through us, move through us. Let your word abide in us. Let your word speak through our mouth, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for the revelation that you are giving us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Continue to speak to us, Lord God. Speak to us during the day, Lord God. Speak to us during the night, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for transforming our lives, making us new creatures in you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for pulling us out of darkness and into your marvelous light, Lord God, so we can be living in the years and the years and the years to come, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for never leaving and forsaking us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, folks. Thank you, Lord God. We bind every sexual, sensual demon in the name of Jesus. We bind every seducing spirit in the name of Jesus. We bind every drug abuse spirit, alcohol abuse spirit in the name of Jesus. We bind every gambling spirit in the name of Jesus. We bind every spirit of confusion. We bind every spirit of autism in the name of Jesus. We bind every spirit of ADHD in the name of Jesus. We bind every spirit of dyslexia right now in the name of Jesus. For, for you are God that makes our crooked ways straight, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us a holy boldness, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for helping us to walk in your righteousness, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, God. Thank you for cleaning up our lives, Lord God. Thank you for going deep into our hearts, Lord God. For there are hidden things in our hearts, Lord God, that you are going to clean up and take away, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for giving our children peace. It surpasses all understanding, Lord God. 
God. Thank you, Lord God, for giving them courage, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for removing the spirit of fear, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, for giving our children a righteous spirit, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for clothing them with strength, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for giving our children the spirit of might, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. You said every perfect and good gift comes from God, Lord God. So thank you for perfecting those things which concerns us about our children, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Bless our mothers and our fathers, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, be with them, Lord God. Let the angels of the Lord camp around them, go before them, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, heal them from any sicknesses that they're not telling us that they have, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Deliver them from medication, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Give them strength to walk through these days, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Give them clarity of mind and deliverance from the past, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. That we don't have to live in the past no more in the name of Jesus. For you are our God of the present and of the future, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, from delivering us from false prophecies, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for your righteous indignation, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for turning our lives around, Lord God. I couldn't thank you even more for that, Lord God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, for we don't have to walk in the world walk, Lord God. We don't have to talk like the world talks, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. But we can come boldly with your word, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We can come with your presence and your power, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We can walk in demonstration, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us words to send conviction and correction, Lord God, to your people, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. To let them know that I ask are wide open and we are not our eyes, the scales have came off of our eyes, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for lining, lining us up in your word, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for blessing our households, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. You know the need of each and every one of us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And you are the supplier of that need, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord God, for all that you're going to do, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. The things that we have not seen or heard, but by your spirit, Lord God, we know that you will reveal those things to us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for moving on our behalf even when we didn't see you, Lord God. Thank you for the hedge of protection you put around our homes, around our cars, around our jobs, Lord God, our workplaces, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for walking on the bus stops with our children, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for those angels of protection, Lord God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord God, for being in the schools, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We come against every bully and spirit, Lord God, every threat, terroristic threat that comes to the schools, Lord God. We come against it right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for going before us on today and tomorrow, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for preparing our footsteps, Lord God, for leading those people to us, Lord God, that need to be witnessed to, Lord God. Put a word on our mouth, Lord God, and let those people be forever changed because when you came on this earth, Jesus Christ, people People were changed instantly, Lord God. It didn't take years, months. They were instantly saved and delivered, Lord God. Oh, I thank you for that power and that demonstration. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Oh. Yes, girl. Yes, girl. Yes, girl. You're praying, girl. Pray, girl. Pray. Yes, girl. Woo. 
Uh, are you ladies going to be on Rob Scott's uh, prayer line in Monday, Tuesday? What'd you say? What time? Uh, Tuesday morning. I think it was a 530 on Tuesday. I'd be forgetting about that 530 one. I think you yeah. text us in my inbox. Okay. I'm going to make sure yeah. I'm on it this week. Yeah, I'll let you know. We'll talk about it tomorrow. But uh, I was just going to say, it'd be really good. Um, I mean, he has I mean, about 100 and something people in there at some time. Uh, he'd have had me pray twice uh, for people that was on the prayer line. I think it's, uh, it's a That's good, what I was going to say. Good. You already got a covering. You got a lot of people on your side. <laughs> Look at me. For you to step yeah. out on faith, you got covering. People yeah. you can call on and, you know, they can yeah. tell you, uh-uh, that this ain't right. This, uh-uh, you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. The Lord told me. The Lord showed me. I'm pretty sure people be calling. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's what my mom was telling me. And even my baby daddy told me. He said, man, you you be making me mad when you you want to talk to your bishop, like, the same guy he talked to, you don't talk to him. Like people be calling you for prayer, and you got the nerve to be telling you got to talk to your bishop. <laughs> you like, how do you know your bishop right? <laughs> I'm like, well, I pray to God he is right. He got a whole bunch of people under him. Mhm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I the Lord, you know what? A lot of times, about like those seven things we're talking about, I ain't gonna hold y'all. The value of decision. I have, uh, I have. Uh, Sometimes I have a guilt. I'd be like, well, Lord, I, I don't feel worthy. I'll spend time of standing to my calling. And so I kind of step back. You know, the devil would be like, uh, you ain't got no business doing that. You was just six months ago. You was, mm-hmm. you know, you was living uh, with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So sometimes you know I... Why? Well, go ahead. Because <laughs> God gave me Isaiah 49, and it says, The Lord has called me from the womb. From the bowels of my mother has he mentioned of my name, and he has made me a mouth like a sharp sword, and he hid me, and made me a polished shaft, and the quiver has he hid me, pal. Yeah. yeah. So, That's basically what I mean, you just said. <laughs> so yeah. you are qualified. Yeah. I, I do a lot of that. So I thank God. I thank God for you ladies. I think God's where he's taking it. I'm I'm excited. You know, I ain't been excited about a lot. I ain't been excited about a whole lot uh, here lately, especially concerning the church. Um, but I can people say that I'm excited about where he's taking us and what he's doing just in our life. I'm, I'm excited. I, I can't wait to hear what Rob Scott's going to say Tuesday to confirm everything we've been talking about. Mhm. It's been good. I, I ain't go. I wasn't there Thursday. I don't know what happened. Girl, you know what? I was there and I just laid on the phone. I was so tired. You talking about somebody whooped? Oh my God! I was whooped. I just laid there and listened to him pray. I was like, Lord, let me put my phone on mute just in case I go to sleep and start snoring. Let me put my phone on mute. Oh Jesus. I'm 
ain't want to be like everyone else. Oh, this is so This is so Mm-hmm. It's just a time. I was thinking about that with Rod. Five. 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 Like I've never heard before. And uh, she's like, you keep letting the Lord use you. And then my cousin that I went to go talk for her tonight, she texted me. She's like, girl, you're a mighty woman. She said, girl. Yeah. And so uh, I know that I'm on the right track. I was just hoping that my shepherd would, you know, mentor me, teach me, let me, you know, help me with what I need help in areas that I – you know, sometimes you're just looking for somebody, you know, like a lesson. I mean, you go to school, you don't want to just go to school and be in the 12th grade. And you're teaching, you're in science class, and she's talking about, just open your book. Well, what chapter are we in? You know what I'm saying? Like, what lesson? What are we learning today? And so that's where I pretty much was, and I felt in the spirit, like, I felt like you kind of just left me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I'm not really depending on him. I'm depending on God to send whoever he wants to send in my life to instruct me, to teach me. My mama's in Bible college, you know what I'm saying? So if I got to go to a different college or whatever, then I will. Yeah, my, my cousin actually got a Bible college in Central. Uh, Bishop Sorrell teaches Bible college. He got a Bible college. So... I don't know. Maybe the Lord won't be making a difference. Maybe God gonna do you like He's gonna do me. He gonna move me. He just didn't. He just didn't tell me it was time to go right now. But I'm gonna right. definitely be moved. And plus, I already had a dream. Every day I go to sleep, I have a dream of my house. Every single day I go to sleep lately for probably about a week or so. And just now, when I woke up from my nap, I had a dream of another church. Yeah. Not only my house, but another church, and it wasn't my church. It was somewhere else that, um, you know, it was a whole other church. Okay. And, you know, God, I know God is going to move me. I know that. I'm not going to be I'm, there forever. I hope the Lord will put us back together. You know what I'm saying? I love y'all to death. I would love to be able to be in the same church, same mm-hmm. Amen. Same and go out to eat and you know, just enjoy each other. So I'm very funny. And the Lord got to pick us all up and move us somewhere. That's all right that's with not, me. That's, that's what I was about to say. We got to move. I can do it before. I can do it again. Yeah, so I'm Louisville. I'm just waiting on God. I want to do whatever he has for me to do. I don't want to do anything that Naya wants to do. Right. Different walk. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I can't wait. to. I just want us to get together and be able to. Do something. I really want us to go to the shut-in fans. Are you planning on going to the shut-in night this year? We have our own shut-in, girl. So it's, it's, uh, three days. it's the end of it's the end of December. It's like the twenty eighth, the twenty ninth, and the thirtieth. Twenty eighth, Yeah, they bring in the New Year's service right after, right, right off of the fast, and it's it's usually really powerful. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Yeah, it's powerful. It's a blessing. I ain't gonna even hurt. And I just funny because I told my mom I never thought I'd say I miss James Chapman. I mean, mm-hmm. 
He is, he is an excellent teacher. Sometimes, like I said, sometimes, you know, they get in their flesh. He's even been in his flesh a few times, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and he's my uncle. You and it really saying? ain't even him all the time. It ain't him with me. It's the people that go there for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, you know, yes, it's very powerful to meet her. But with me, I know my church is doing that. We, I know we doing two days at the end of the year. And uh, so y'all you know, shut they, in for they, two days straight. Yeah, yeah girl, seven, the one she talking about three days straight. Three days, three nights. Uh, girl, like, what? Yeah, I really hungry. That's why I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's real. I want to do it. It's real. Yeah. I you feel like you can conquer the world. Yes, girl. I mean, you come about this as you ready to fight. You ready to straight to fight. Girl, you be it be it's I it's you can't really explain it. But it, and you can bring the kids, too. Yeah, you yeah, can bring the kids. you don't want to bring your kids because you want to be able to focus as much as yeah. possible, but yeah. you can. Mm-hmm. Look, you can I bring Whitney. <laughs> Look at me. I pack Whitney up. Come on, Whitney. Yeah, yeah you can bring yeah, Whitney. Yeah, they do it. Hey, you bring Whitney, girl. Too. I tell you what, you might walk up out of there and Whitney might be set free. <laughs> That's true. I'm that ain't no, that ain't no, uh, no, that's, that's, she yeah. talking real talk, because that's how powerful yeah. it is. You get up, you get, you get up every morning about 5 o'clock to pray, then we have Bible class from, like, maybe, I think, 8 wow. o'clock to, like, not 10 o'clock or 10 o'clock or something, you have Bible class in the morning, you got some teaching in, um, teaching in the afternoon, and, of course, we praying, and then we got service every night, so, we clean up yeah. the service. Somebody come and preach. We we get that word in, and then we start all over. It's awesome. You yeah. probably only gonna pee about two times because because you, <laughs> you ain't gonna have nothing to drink. Wow, well, I'm gonna have to find a babysitter. Look at me, I'm gonna have to find a babysitter. Girl, I get you one. <laughs> you be in my territory. I had I had a kid's babysitter. I had my sister watching. Look. Uh, what the you, only uh, thing my pastor now might be, they might be feeling some type of way, like they judging, they gonna be preaching on it and all that. I don't be. Well, you right. know what? You are not, you are not obligated to go and fast. That is not, that ain't nowhere in the Bible. That's not biblical. Look, they had a fight about Paul and Apollos. Okay, and and, and he and he tell them, look. They are all under one God. It's not mm-hmm. Paul's disciples and Apollo's disciples. We are we mm-hmm. all follow. Why are you gonna get mad? Cause I'm over here fasting with my brothers and sisters. Jesus said, if they are not against us, then they for us. Don't be don't be going bothering people when they ain't. They try to stop uh, John's disciples from casting out devils. Jesus said, why? They're not against us. They for us. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's something wrong with that. That's a cult type mentality. You telling me I can't go and worship and go on a fast with my brothers and sisters because you having one over here? That don't make sense. Who has that? Yeah, that's crazy. Why don't we all just come together? We do it at the same time. So yeah, yeah. I don't want y'all to do nothing. Yeah. Well, I plan on going out of town. I will uh, if you got to bring the kids to me. Sure. Uh, if you something you think you might want to do, let me know ahead of time. I will call my sister and my brother, and uh, your kids will be fine. We take Whitney with us, 
The other kids, and lust, they would love to hang out with my nieces and nephews. My my brothers and sisters going to treat them like they their own nieces and nephews, their own kids. They ain't, gonna, ain't nobody going to feel no differently towards each other. They're going to have a good time. They probably, they probably ain't going to want to leave. <laughs> it's time to go. Nobody's kids wants to leave my brother. My brother is, is he's, a, he's a good daddy. Look, that's what I'm talking about. I'm going to run that past the Huffster. You said it was 20, the 27th, 28th, 29th? Yes, mm-hmm. and I, it's the last weekend of the month, you know what I'm saying, before you go into the New Year. And then they feed you on the last day. They feed yeah, you. They, okay. Yeah, they give you, like, chicken noodle soup and little fruit juices. Um, you ain't going to be able to eat all that stuff. No, you can't eat after two days and two nights. Right. You're going to think you're going to be able to feast like Thanksgiving, but it's over. You're going to just take mm-hmm. a little sip of this. And <laughs> it's a blessing, though. Mm-hmm. Lord, I never, have I ever, I'm trying to think, even when my family was in church, did we ever do a shut-in? I never did a shut-in. Right, I've been doing it Unless I was a baby baby and I don't remember my mama taking us to one, but I I have not experienced a shut-in. The, only th- the closest thing was a watch night. Mm-hmm. Or six or six hour prayers or three hour and went no shut in shut in. Yeah, I you ain't not really fasting. My sister used to go without our parents. That's how I mean. Like I've been loving Jesus for a long time. Me and my I would have my sister because she that's my road dog. That's why she's here in Louisville with me because everywhere I go she goes. But I would go to church and shut in for three days and three nights. Like I would be like. 12, 13, 14, and she would be right there with me. My mama would be at home. I'd be at the church fasting three days and three nights. One day I was going to shut a rabbit. I'm going to tell you how much God loves you. I was going to shut in fast, and my sister, I had left my rabbit with my sister, and she had a pit bull. And I seen while I was laying on the altar my rabbit running from room to room. (laughs) And I began to pray for the rabbit. I remember that. I remember, and I started praying for him. When I got home, they told me that they was like, "Yeah, uh, the dog almost caught your rabbit." And I said, "Jesus, no. he." I mean, I was there fasting, and the Lord knew that that would bother me if that dog would have killed my rabbit. And uh, so he, wow. uh, he he let me pray for my rabbit while I was on the fast. He showed me my rabbit running. He didn't show me the dog. He just showed me the rabbit running from room to room, like in a hurry, trying to get away. Yeah. Wow. But you know what, Tanitra, that's you know why? Because that's how what can I say? that's how sensitive sensitive you are in the spirit. When you right. are on fasting, oh my goodness, you're gonna be like, What? If you my friend probably mm-hmm. think he ready to preach if he went on <laughs> his mentality, that's how sensitive you I'm telling you, yeah, you be high in the spirit. I mean you think about when Jesus came off that fast. Right. Yeah, oh, man, he was when he he came out the fast. He was ready. He encountered everything. He was laying hands on the sick. He was being delivered from all manner of diseases. He was working, and that's how yeah, you, man. you can hear the spirit. You yeah, I think spirit. I might go ahead and just do um one the the day that I don't do it with them because we only doing two days the same week, the same little mm-hmm. days. So whichever one we not doing, if it's the first or the last, I'm gonna do it with y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm a so it's like you're praying and then they let you leave for a certain amount of time and then you come back 
No, you can stay you there. You can leave. You, you only need to leave if you're going to work. They you don't, don't they have to want leave it. if you don't want to. Yeah, they don't want you to leave. Ooh, because that's you, what I'm talking about. They don't want you to leave. They want you shut in in the church. Shut oh, in from Lord. the room. Yes, girl. You shut in. You ain't, you I, ain't say, look at me. I think I need to go by myself. That miracle can come to my house. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be dealing with the kids. You tell your husband, look, you're going to stay at home if you get on. I'm leaving. Look, you want my daughter healed. This is what's going to take, honey. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. He's got this uh, second job. That's what I was thinking about. Like, oh. With this second job, it's kind of. I'm gonna ask Bishop if we can shut in at the church. Uh, I don't know too many people at at Praise Covenant that would be willing to do it. I don't need nobody there. I'll be there by myself. Just let me study. Hold in. up, hold up. Don't y'all have prayer on Wednesday? Yep, prayer on Wednesday. So have have anybody from the church came up there yet? Well, have they, have they started coming to the prayer? They not gonna come to no shut in if they can't come to no two hour prayer. You already know that they, they you don't know, one or two people come to prayer. One or two people come to prayer, but if they say Brian Carnes coming to preach, yeah, you that's got my boo man. I'm gonna have to come see him. Yeah, they say Brian Carnes coming, girl. The whole church gonna be set. Oh, you said that they think so. But do you know yeah, when he, he had he came? He's coming this month. He's supposed sometime in December. He'll be here. Do you know yeah. when he had came, that was my prayer for him to start preaching on holiness and how to prepare everybody for the end times. Yeah. When he was in that room, that's what I was praying for the, from the, you know, when I was praying. I'm like, he needs to start preaching holiness and how to prepare us for these end times. Forget this money coming. Yeah, we know money going to come, but still. Mm-hmm. See, that's he what I'm talking about. Holiness. See, he was calling. He was calling out people's name and uh, addresses and all of that, and telling them different things. And see, but that's the spirit that they was operating. That's what they wanted to hear. I, I want. That ain't what I need in my life. Right. I know. That, look, I've been working since I was 14. It's money everywhere. I didn't had so much money right. passed through my. I don't have plenty of money passed in my hands. I can be rich right now if I start saving too many years. So I don't need nobody to tell me none of that. I need somebody to tell me what thus says the Lord. What is God saying? Because God is saying stuff, and he ain't talking about cars and houses. He's not. He's talking about prepare. He got a, he got, we got a mansion in the sky. I can care less about a new house. I know God. He know we need somewhere to live, and he's going to take care of us. But that is not the most important thing. So a prophet coming talking about money and cards makes you skeptical of the prophet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what the prophet did when for the widow woman? He asked her what she got in her house. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And uh get your oil, go borrow some pot. And uh you know what I'm saying, and, and fill it up with the oil and the oil kept running. See, when the prophet comes and gives you a word about finances, uh, he ain't uh, necessarily telling you. Like he says, going to be some money in seven days. Girl. And my seven-day money ain't never came. But that's a whole nother yeah. story. <laughs> that's a whole nother story. But he, 
when the prophet comes and tells you about money uh, in the Bible, they usually tell you uh, about something that you already have in possession. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because you have resources. God has already given you, already given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. So you don't need nobody to come and tell you how to get rich. That's not a right. God can tell you that. I remember one day he told me, he said, um, he said, um, in 21 days, things going to change for you. And in 21 days, I walked down the street. This was about when before I had Willow. I walked down the street to go to the store, forgot to get toilet paper, retract my steps. So a lady said, you want a ride? I said, yeah. She said, you know what? I'm thinking about moving, blah, blah, blah. Do you want my car? I said, Hi. She said, just give me a couple of days. I'll think about it, and I'm going to let you know if I you know, if it's yes or no. She gave me her car. Not only that, right before she picked me up, literally, I found a gift card with $100 on it. So God will right. tell you. Yeah, he'll reveal it. Yeah. I wrote that yeah. stuff down. That, and God, you know, and I went back and I counted them days. I was like, oh, my goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Um, you know, but, yeah, God, ain't, he, don't need the, he don't need our help, for real. He don't need none of their help. He just use us. Yeah. He don't need us. Uh-uh. Most people be, you know, when prophets come to town, they be afraid. They be thinking, what is the prophet going to say? You know what I'm saying? Because the prophets come to expose, to proclaim. Expose, you know? That's right. Yeah. They ain't coming to put you on the back. They coming to tell you what thus says the Lord. They coming to set stuff in order. Yeah, that's so, right. Because um, I, that's right. That's right. Because yeah. the Lord used me today to tell this lady at Grace Temple. She prayed. I went up for prayer. God said, go up for prayer. I'm like, but I don't go up for prayer. I just went up for prayer. And she said, what you want me to pray for? I said, I, I don't know. You know, we all fall short of the glory of God. I said, just you let the Lord use you. So she just prayed mm-hmm. for me. And the Lord said she had a word for me, but she never said it. When I went uh-huh. back to my seat, the Lord said she had a word for you. And you got to give her word for people and she don't deliver it all the time. He said, that's mm-hmm. what I want you to tell her. I said, oh, God, here you go. So I went and read, <laughs> read Isaiah 50. I read it. It said pertaining to what I haven't even said anything out of my mouth. So I know it ain't nobody mm-hmm. but God. Then I still said, oh, God, I don't know. He said, well, read Romans 7. I read it. I said, okay, I get it. So when she came down, finally, it took her forever. But she came down. I waited for her. And I told her. And she she looked at me. She said, you right. Okay. But you right. God is setting things in order. He's trying to move her yeah. to the next level. You got to tell people mm-hmm. what I tell you. So you can help bring yep. them out. Yep. You, can't be worried about people. you can't be worried about people. You cannot be worried about people. People, I'm telling you, that makes you lose out with the Lord. God you is coming. You, <laughs> you ain't getting in because you're crazy. You won't open up your mouth and deliver nobody. But I ain't got time to have nobody else's blood on my hands. I got enough. Man, I got, you know, stuff I got to get right. Because it'd be Cause funny I, how I'd be feeling before I release something on Facebook, and then afterwards I'd be feeling at peace. I'd be like, really, Lord? So you just wanted me to say that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're troubling me so I can say what you're trying to say. It's about what it is you're saying. It's about the act. The, 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 the obedience of it. The Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So, oh, God. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. He won't, Thank it ain't you. always what you say. It's the fact that he can trust you. If he can trust you, if he tell you to do something and you do it and you be obedient uh, without worrying about what people's going to say and how it's going to look. So, you know, the Lord told uh, 
uh, I think it was Jeremiah. He told him to bury his his drawers in the dirt for three days or something, and then take them out and and then he showed them to the children of Israel and said, "This is what they were. They were stained undergarments." Wow. <laughs> So, I ain't got to that part of Jeremiah yet. Yeah, great. You know, he told uh, Nathan to go 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 dip in the in the river for uh, in the dirty Jordan River seven times because he wanted to be healed of leprosy. And he was like, "Man, there's so many other rivers I could go to that's much cleaner right, than that." Dirty. I remember that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, you know, God will tell you to do a strange thing. And he wants to see that you're obedient in it. You know what I'm saying? Look at Gideon. Mm-hmm. He, him, he had too many people. He got him all the way down to 300 people. So, mm-hmm. you know, God, uh, he, it's always. Wow, he wants you just to said see. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wants to see if you're obedient. If you're listening he tells you to do stuff just to see if you're obedient. Yeah. And, see oh, if yeah. and it's not that he don't know, but he wants you to know. That's right. So you can know what's in you. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So you can know how to get yourself mm-hmm. together, right? Mm-mm-mm. God is so good. Why are my kids not sleep? <laughs> I heard somebody laughing. What are you watching? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> no, my kids. Yeah. Yeah, oh, my son is like the Martin boy. He's crazy. He's his ears be. I'm like, he's laughing. He's my mama quit laughing. One of his ears is bigger than the other. I'm like, dang, I ain't never seen nobody's ear infection make their ears swell up. Oh, oh you said your son. Mm-hmm. He must have a lot of fluid in his ear. Yeah, he's talking about mm-hmm. my. I said, you going to school? So I ain't going to school with my ear. Like, the people going to be laughing at me. I said, no, yeah. He's like, you laughing at me. I'm like, yeah, you right. <laughs> <laughs> They be saying the little thing, like, I ain't going to school. My jacket broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my nephew, my son, I had to wear a girl belt, but you couldn't see it because his shirt was off. He's like, everybody's going to see Nigel's wearing a girl belt. Nigel's yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. anybody say it? He said, no. I said, because I told you they weren't going to be able to see it. But he found it. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> And, and that's what you know, like that. Too. Yeah, kids are cool nowadays, man. They are cool. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? They've been in the bed trying to They've been in a better uh, Hopefully. He's dead. 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 He's you know, uh-uh. big, you know how big that boy's ears is? That's how big one of my son's ears is. Every time I look at it, I just think of the mad cartoon. It just busts out laughing. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you right. Yeah, I'm like, poor baby, got a big ear. I can't believe it. I've never seen nobody with an ear infection, ear swell up like that. I might take him back to the hospital. Yeah. Take him to the media car. Yeah, they sometimes do better than the hospital. Yeah, that ear is it's sticking out. It's so big. I'm like, what is going on with that ear? Damn it! Oh Jesus, ain't nothing in it, boy. Just got an ear infection. Man, you think something in it? I mean, it's sore to the touch. So you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's crazy because it wasn't sore to the touch when he went to the doctor. 
Now all of a sudden he can't he ain't even touch it. Mm-hmm. He's crazy. I love you, ladies. Look, I ain't gonna set no phone calls for three o'clock because I show slept through that three o'clock phone call. It's twelve twelve. We don't never get off the phone on time. And well, I have a hard time waking and I up. Was I feel bad. So I wasn't the only one. No, you wasn't the only no, one. No, you wasn't. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I said, I guess if they realized that I didn't set the phone call up. They're just going back to bed because I cannot get up. Like, and then I woke up like if I thought I was getting a pink eye. Like, I'm like, look, I can't even open my right eye. This nigga done got me sick. <laughs> like, what is wrong with my eye, Jesus? I was like, I'm just going to lay right here. I can't even open up my eye. And I'm looking at the phone like I'm not going to, I can't do it. I can't do it. Nah, we was knocked out. I was knocked out. I was like, oh, my goodness, I was supposed to pray. But when I got up, I made sure I prayed, especially for you. Yeah. And that's going to be the thing. Whatever time we wake up, we just wake up and we pray. Because I know yeah, I wake up in the middle of the night. If it ain't three. Yeah, I, I do that, too. I wake up in the middle of the night and, and be praying. I wake up quite often and uh, and pray. Sometimes the Lord will wake me up to pray, and if I don't pray, uh, then the devil will start playing on my emotions. I might start feeling a certain kind of way, start thinking about mm-hmm. the stuff mm-hmm. that I shouldn't be thinking about. And had I went on and been obedient and prayed, like the Lord told me to combat what the devil was trying to do, um, right. I probably wouldn't, you know. So I'm, I'm learning that when I wake up, go ahead on, and just, even if I got to just sing a song or worship and praise, uh, do it. Because the devil be up and he be working while we sleep, and sometimes he be leaning right over in our ears, whispering to us, saying stuff to us in our sleep. So you wake up, you be like, "Wow, I got an attitude." You ain't you went to bed so happy and peaceful. Ain't nothing wrong. You wake up in the morning and mad at everybody because the devil been leaning over in your ear, lying to you while you sleep. Like, uh, uh-uh, not tonight. To be on Tuesday morning, I'm going to mention it to you tomorrow night during prayer, but definitely try to get up at 530. I really feel like that's something that we should do, uh, be on Rob Scott's prayer line at 530 Tuesday morning. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to that. I'll be, oh, my goodness. Yeah. That'd be good, it? I told him I think today on Sunday school, I was like, this is, uh, we ran out of time, we couldn't talk. I thought, we're going to talk about this next Sunday. They both going to laugh. Don't you know, I'm going to think I'm going to let y'all get away with this one, cut me off. Talk about we got to get the bishop to go and pass that. Get yourself. Lord Jesus. Yes, five thirty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna work. Getting into this Bible college. Matter of fact, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna research it myself. Sign up on, look up on, on his Monday class. I'm gonna be sitting right in the VIP. Yep. Hmm. I'm just like I, I know he had it on his page. I have something Bible something. Seminary. I'm going to look it up. And I'm going to sign up. Okay. He's going to 
He going to look up and be teaching Monday because he teach online. You know, he be doing the webinars and all that. He going to look up and grab me from his class. <laughs> hey, I'm afraid. I'm going to pray for you especially because you do need to. God, I wasn't going to go to my pastor's um, minister's class and their prophetic class. And mm. I'm not going. I ain't going. That's exactly how I said it. No, God dealt mm. with me and he told me to go. And then Bishop told me, my pastor told me to come here, and he was like, I want you to go to the, um, I want you to go to the minister's class. And I said, Bishop, God already told me to do it. He said, oh, yes. So I'm just like, shut up. So <laughs> I'm having mm. a problem. Because just you have on the toilet. Oh, Lord, my two-year-old getting older. Oh. He done ran in the bathroom and hopped on the toilet. That's right. He got a body, though, but you going to go get on the toilet. Good job, son. That's right. Yeah, he's going up. True, regardless of whether the person that's delivering it or not. I told you, he never yep. told them people that they didn't cast out devils and they didn't uh, prophesy in their name he, because it was the Bible says that they did it in his name. That's why they can do it because it was yep. done in his name. Uh, yep. So um, them people, whether or not they write in their mind and their spirit, the word of God is true. And so yep. if they can teach you, to handle the word of God and to break down scriptures and interpret them, uh, what they mm-hmm. call the hermeneutics and the uh, homiletics of the gospel, then you want to learn that. Uh, whether or not, you know, they doing it right or not, get what you can get and keep it moving. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Because I know God told me to do it because he didn't. I would not be sacrificing my Monday to go there. I got plenty yeah. of TV I can watch. Yeah, laying in my and, bed. And y'all, y'all uh, make sure y'all pray because I'm going. I'm going to sign up when I get out this phone. I'm going to go right online and go sign up for this class. All right, y'all, go ahead. I love yeah. y'all. I will talk to y'all later and wait for y'all right. right. too. All right, I love y'all. All right, okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. We can't never get.